Also this week, Hemp Bombs. Uh, Hemp Bombs offers a product line of high-grade CBD products uh, that are formulated for the user to experience a full sweep of health benefits while providing feelings of complete relaxation. At each step of the manufacturing process, they emphasize quality control. Hemp Bomb sources their CBD from premium-grade organic certified industrial hemp that is free of heavy metals, pesticides, and many other contaminants. In production, they worked with some of the country's leading nutritionists to blend high-purity CBD and other natural botanical extracts. Their goal was to create an attractive, effective, and helpful product that encourages optimal mind and body function while making you feel great. Aside from the strict sourcing requirements, they have their own set of quality control standards, including third-party lab testing. And consistently, lab tests show impressive results with Hemp Bomb's products, finding high-purity CBD and zero traces of THC whatsoever. Any consumer who uses Hemp Bomb's products will benefit from the most authentic, cleanest products on the market. Uh, BJ and myself have had the opportunity to test a lot of these products. Uh, I've, I've used the uh, Beard Bomb, still using it, still great, love it. Uh, I know BJ has uh, tried the uh, gummies and the oil. We've both had the oils and I uh, really saw a lot of benefits from both. Uh, so be sure to check them and all of their products out at hempbombs.com uh, and use promo code SMUG15 at checkout to get yourself 15% off your order. Uh, but that's Hemp Bombs. Feel great. Relax now. Uh, also, uh, Ranger Nutrition. Uh, Ranger Nutrition is a disabled veteran-owned company, uh, and they make all-natural sports nutrition products. Uh, Ranger Nutrition was founded by a retired Army Ranger who was tired of bad sports nutrition products. Uh, as you know, most products don't taste great. Uh, they might leave you feeling a little jittery, uh, maybe a little nauseous. Uh, so he, along with a couple of chemists from Berkeley University, set out to create supplements that not only taste good, but are healthy for you. And they don't give you all those crazy side effects. Uh, they've developed everything from protein powder uh, that you don't need a shaker bottle to mix to mix up. Uh, you can literally put a scoop in a half bottle of water, shake it for about 20 seconds, and you're good to go. Uh, but they've also got some weight loss supplements like Catalyst XT uh, that works for about 95% of the people who take it. Uh, and along with the protein, they now have a vegan, gluten-free protein. Uh, for those of you who can't have dairy or meat, apparently. Uh, but also, since all the products are all natural, uh, this gives you the option to combine products to get even better results. The most popular combo is the Swole Combo. Uh, this combo combines the Catalyst XT, the Nitro NO2, and the pre-workout drink Max Out. Uh, it will give you a pump you will regret tomorrow. I can guarantee it. Uh, but you can head to rangernutrition.com to find out more about all of these products. Once you decide to buy, go ahead and use promo code SMUGCAST at checkout uh, to get yourself 15% off your order. That's Ranger Nutrition, designed for fitness warriors. Uh, also, Repo Records. Uh, they helped us out with the audio. They helped us out with the studio. Uh, they've really hooked us up. They, uh, we love those guys. They, uh, without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. So, big shout out to them. But that's Repo Records, taking the music back. Uh, got a great show for you this week. I uh, hope you guys enjoy. And with that, this is Smug Cash. Come on, get down to it. I'm trying to learn the job. Yes! <laughs> My GP 
Yes, so we're stuck in the goddamn jungle. Come on. All right, welcome to this week's episode of Smugcast. I am AP. Uh, with me, as always, the BJ. The white man is back. Are you doing that still? <laughs> like, like, that's... I, I, don't, I don't even know what the fuck to say. It's because of, it's because of that... Uh, this song. is coming from a fucking half Mexican guy. Yeah, or when I walk in a room, uh, what, what are what, what are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever it takes to get out of this conversation. <laughs> As you can see, we got some guests with us. We do, we do. Sorry, I'm, I'm messing with the. I'm so messing with the cams right we now. We got for red flag comedy. We got Dyke and Hannah. Hi. What's up? They are returning to the show to <laughs> they, the new studio. They are. They are. You've heard them here before, folks. That's They're right. back again. That's right. I love the new studio. So. Thank you. We we Thank you. uh we appreciate it. Um. What we bring in uh, shitty topics, we make up for a hell of a setup. <laughs> that we do. That we do. Um, so uh, you, you you say you have a, a big show planned for us tonight. Yeah, I have. Uh, since um, these two lovely people are not afraid to say whatever they want to say, I brought some fun shit. Nice. And I even brought one for you because I know you're a movie person. All right. Let's, let's and then it. I even have a... Um, I, I I was looking on your Instagram. I went deep on there, and I have a question for you. Oh, deep dive. All right. Yes, and because I, I saw it, and I'm going to go ahead and start out with this. So did you ever have an alter ego? Uh, oh, yes. Like a like a hip-hop alter ego? Uh, uh, straight out of Naptown here? Oh, yeah. Uh, Can we talk about this? Uh, that kid's skinny. Look at him. <laughs> Look at how skinny he, that kid is. You're missing... I actually have an Adidas outfit like this. It's baby blue. So I'm with you on this, okay? But it says, uh, 2003, my alter ego, Pooh Money. Pooh Money, yeah. Did Pooh Money have any uh, mixtapes out? Oh, man. I, I wish. We were very bad at recording. <laughs> uh, so uh, my artistic outlets, um, comedy-wise started in about like 1999 uh i was in a comedy hip-hop group called sacrilicious <laughs> which was uh based on a, a simpsons reference and at the time uh i had uh i had the biggest afro at ben davis and i had uh, bleached it uh I try I, tr I tried to have a blue afro so i bleached my hair and it just uh turned it orange <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and they they hadn't uh, perfected the dye technology yet, so like. And this was two thousand three, right? No, this was ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. I had hoop earrings and a tattoo in ninety eight. And uh, I didn't get mine to oh one. And I had and I did record a uh, a hip hop single with some of my this friends. This week, nope, sorry. Uh, so so my buddy had uh, my buddy had really long hair. He had like Anthony Kiedis hair, like down, down to his ass, and I had a big afro. Uh, but I could comb it down, and like I mix, so like my hair is like if it's dry, I could take a pick to it, I could throw it up, but I could uh, I could put some uh, conditioner in it, and I could comb it down, and I had, like long like spiral curl hair, but it was orange, and so I was this weird like grunge, 
mixed kid. Well, and, we, and we we thought it was real funny because we we loved hip hop. Yeah, um, you know, neither of us could sing or play instruments, and it was like, man, how funny would it be if us two weird dudes with long hair had like a hip hop group? And you know, we were inspired by like you know a lot of Eminem and Marilyn Manson, ICP, and all these people of the '90s, and so we're like, yeah, let's do this hip hop group, and so we we were sacrilegious, and uh, we 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 adopted these like alter egos that were like super over the top even like for the time misogynistic you know like just like yeah we just want to like fuck girls and (laughs) do this and then like it was just like the most over the top thing you could imagine and uh my alter ego was poo money and poo money was just like a like a dirty dog who wanted to fuck catholic school girls and he definitely was a dirty dog because in the deep dive that I've been forced to do on the subject, which means I wanted nothing to do with it, and Dyke would just tell me things, I unearthed basically once a story in which Dyke slept with the younger sister of a girl that he had been pursuing, maybe even dating. Yes. And he was like, I was like, well, that's pretty shady anyway, but above and beyond that, I was like, the younger sister? He was like, well, but she was kind of like older for her age, which is basically... <laughs> What he tries to like, it's a he, he's big on the old soul, young cunt. <laughs> Forbinger, we got a forbinger. She did, nailed it. This so, doesn't really have a lot to do with the the hip hop, but that is also a true story. So, uh, what will it take for uh, Poop Money to come back out? Oh man, I can't. Like, I, I every once in a while, I like I dig through an old notebook and I like read some of the lyrics. Uh, it just uh, it'd be it'd be a walking me too. Just to, if I just read the lyrics aloud, like they, they were so terrible. We had a song. Um, I remember one time this girl uh, broke up with me, and I was I was real mad about it. And I was like, uh, I wrote a song called "Fucking Core," and the whole it was just, it was just, it was just an angry bitch boy like breakup song where it was just like, "Oh, you fucking whore!" <laughs> and like uh, for a while we had like a full band behind us. It was. It was also around the time of like Limp Biscuit and Corn and oh, like God. like rap rock. Yeah. Oh damn! So I fucked with did, Limp Biscuit. Did it all for the nookie. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so <laughs> we like, a hot dog flavored bong water uh, or whatever it was. So, <laughs> one of my favorites. Bong water. Me and my neighbor Clint used to bang it in his S10 on the way to school. <laughs> of course, his name was for, Clint. Clint with a K. <laughs> I miss you, Clint. First of all, his name is Clint S10. One of my good friends, Clint had yeah. an S10. Yeah, he did. I think. Every guy named Clint probably yeah. has an S10. Clint, hey, he's Clint. You want to hear that new Fred Durst? I got it. Come <laughs> oh, on. God. Now, I'm not going to lie, man. I played Fred Durst back in the day. Yeah, we're not shocked by that. Oh, I, you man. know, it was, uh, you You were, it, it fit right into the times because it was the, you know, you were, you were young, you were in high school, you were fucking probably angry as hell at your parents, and it was loud and it kind of sounded like black music. It was the only. It was, yeah, it was you dope. know. It was the only time I was ever mad at Method Man is when I saw him on a fucking Lit Biscuit track, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And then I understood. Shut that, the fuck up. And then I and I, <laughs> I, I learned that they paid to have people on their tracks, like they could, you know, like I was like, "Oh, so, so that's how that stuff works." So, but I saw that on your Instagram. I was like, "I'm gonna take a deep dive." And, oh yeah. And I was just like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, look at this." <laughs> it, it, it was so much fun, but like also like we were right before the cusp of like good social media. So like I uh, mean I, I like I still like I for our shows we still went and like uh nailed flyers to telephone poles. Oh did you? Like went to Kinko's 
got a flyer made, put them on telephone poles. I remember, I remember the the hottest I ever felt as a as a rapper was we had a little shitty demo that we made and we took it up to the magic bus and we just dropped it off for them. I don't know why. We're just like, <laughs> Here's our demo magic bus. And uh and uh the owner was just like, "Hey, you guys want to and we did a photo shoot and he like let us go back into like the the back room with all the expensive pipes and stuff and like we we just got to do a photo shoot with like me holding like a five thousand you know five hundred dollar bong and we were just <laughs> pretending to smoke out of it and we're just like oh this is dope yeah. and then we went around and we just nailed uh like that day of from that picture uh we walked around and we nailed uh like f- posters up for a fl- for a show we were having and then we did had this girl come and she did a photo shoot. We were like, stay, we jumped that that wasn't our truck. That truck that we're standing in the back of, we just jumped inside someone's truck for the for the photo. <laughs> like if that dude would have come out, he would have kicked our asses. And then and then we walked back. We like looped back at the back of the at the end of the day to the magic bus and we walked in and they had our shitty demo playing like in on the in-house speakers and we walked in and we're just like yeah we made it (laughs) we're we're hip-hop now that's awesome (laughs) we need to bring that out we we can produce that for you hey we can man we do right here we got a vocal booth back there behind a curtain (laughs) that's right there's a lot of things behind the curtain (laughs) anybody feel like wearing a uh uh what what is it uh he has the uh uh, uh, superwoman or whatever it is there's this wonder woman and there's also uh will ferrell's character off of the boss semi-pro jackie moon step brothers brothers. (laughs) yep jackie moon so but I just found that I found it hilarious. And then they did have a question sent in for us. Um, and then AP, this is actually for us real fast. Someone actually sent this in. How do you guys get away with all the things you do? My wife would kill me because it seems like all you guys do is have fun and hang out and play in your studio. I was like, hmm, how do we get away with things? I don't think we get away with much, do we? No. No, I don't think we I, do. I don't know who's on here. I don't, I don't know. Sounds like you're in a truck stop bathroom. It says all of us. And and it says, uh, it, it also says uh, Captain America is what he have, not Wonder Woman. Oh, shit. I didn't realize all these people were listening live. Yeah. So on Friday nights, we <laughs> realize a lot of people that have kids that still want to be hip. They, they start watching <laughs> this on this. But why do we all sound echoey? I don't know. That it, That is weird. That, what was that? What did that? Oh, that was on. That was you. Yeah, we have to turn off the the email cipher on there. The um, you guys big Hitler fans? Yeah. What? Are you, are you talking about baby Hitler? Not baby Hitler. Oh, okay. So I find there's this thing today. I'm a big baby Hitler from fan. Daily Mail <laughs> that says even Adolf never had sex. Author claims Fuhrer mistress had condition that made it in course in, intercourse painful. Don't you think uh, that's why he might have start killing people? Yeah, micro penis maybe. Yeah, I mean, because I was I looked at that and I thought I was thinking about it is Eva Braun never had sex with Hitler because of a rare genealogical condition that would have made it unbearably painful. A new book claims um, she has suffered. She may have suffered from may, uh, MRKH syndrome, according to Thomas Ledmark, who's written a biography of Eva. So, could you imagine that? Just being like this big, powerful man and can't have sex. What are we going to do today? Let's kill a bunch of people. Oh, he for sure was having sex. 
Like he, I feel like I, he might not have been fucking her, but he, like there's just no, there's just no way. I just thought he was always closet homosexual. Not see, no, that's why I was like, yeah. I was like, there had to have been dudes within the Third Reich that were, you know what I mean? <laughs> the Pharaoh would like to see you. <laughs> not again. Why do you think they stand so rigidly, like <laughs> so like stiff? A weird casting couch situation. <laughs> No, just I just think it it would be weird because he would just be like go lay in bed and he just knew he can have sex with his wife and then but yet he can kill millions of people like like this but yet she's like eh, we can't do it tonight. I think it'd just make him even angrier to go out and want to kill more people. Uh, th- this this video aspect is uh is is weird. Why do you say that? It throws people off. Yeah, because I I just realized like. <clears throat> I should be wearing like the the three XL shirt right now. Wow. <laughs> hey, I know. Why? Because look at this fat guy. Like, hey, I'm gonna see on my phone while people. Because it almost looks like I'm being rude. You, see <laughs> you know? Do you like, see how big of a delay it is, though? Yeah, like, it's like a 15 second delay. Um, they're like they're they're like this. Oh, good. Look, he's on his phone again. These people are talking. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I've real I've realized doing comedy like uh, when you have to take a lot of photos and a lot yeah. of videos and stuff. And I I only want to take photos and videos next to like other big dudes. And so like when so I you do, look small. Yeah, like when, when, <laughs> I, when I when I when I do stuff with Hannah and Jake, I'm like, oh, I look like an ogre like every time. Nope, don't know how that feels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I took I took a video. We went to a, a Todd Berry show. I don't know if you ever yep. seen Todd Berry in real life, but he's almost a dwarf. Like he's a tiny, tiny little man. And it was like Jake, his tiny Asian girlfriend, Todd Berry. So it's just like Russian dolls of tiny people. <sighs> And then me, and I just look like the jolly brown giant that's just like, (laughs) I'm also in this photo, guys. What's up? Oh, that's how I feel every time because, like, this is what I was talking about last week. So I have my phone, I'm talking, and then now I'm trying to make sure my feet don't move. And I'm like, I don't like the way my legs are crossed. And I go through, and I'm like, does my socks match? Like, this whole bitch tit thing going on on the left (laughs) over there. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. And just to be clear, for all of you that are just like tuned in and listening, there actually is one vagina in this group, and she's the one not talking about how she looks on the camera. Oh, I know. I'm the comfortable one. I'm over here like splayed out like straight bro status. Well, I mean, if they're going to talk about truck stop bathrooms, I just have to let them know how I feel. You ever been in like the worst bathroom I've ever been in? We got lost in downtown. What? Downtown? downtown going down anyways uh washington dc downtown at 11 30 at night 19 years old my wife's uh, family lives out in uh, delaware which is just not not too far from dc so we got lost i didn't know they didn't have the white house lit up at night i didn't know that i didn't live there we kept sure. dri- they don't we kept trying no we kept trying to find it and we kept driving by it it was the dark house yes and so we were so we decided to like hey let's go ahead and head out and so we stopped at a rest stop. Not a rest stop. It was just a regular bathroom right off the interstate. Half the back of the toilet was broke. There was needles on the ground. And then Good like times. Half the, the toilet seat was missing. And then there was a crack in the toilet. And it was black in there. Oh, shit. And so like there was like that light that went, and I'm sitting there just paranoid as could be because I'm this kid from the small town in Washington, D.C. All these stereotypes start popping up. You think you about to get butt raped. 
I know. And I was looking good then. <laughs> I was like 185. I can wear an extra large t-shirt. Oh, yeah. 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 So, and then uh, I remember peeing, and then I was like, I got to flush the toilet. So, I did it with my shoe. Well, yeah. I do that in every every public bathroom. And uh, but it was, and you couldn't wash your hands. The sink was black, and there's a little bit of blood in it. Oh. Ugh. So, uh, we left. and somebody, like, somebody done, you know, clicked the punch card in there. Yeah, because in your mind, you always see movies with those red stops or restrooms, and I'm like, it can't be real. No one's that dirty. Yeah. And I yeah. went in there, I'm like, oh, my God. And that's why I was like, I don't want to ever move to a big city. This was uh, D.C.? D.C., yeah. And that uh, was the same time I almost hit my first black man with a car. <laughs> oh, your first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many How many of you racked up? Um, this, uh, is a, this is on air, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, what happened was in D.C., they don't have... This is awesome when you know from your small town, you're like, everybody's stoplights are the same. They're not. D.C. has them like right here. They're like 10 foot, not even 10 foot off the ground, right? I didn't see it, so I ran a red light. And speaking while we're speaking out before the show, he jumps on the hood and hits his hands, which he had the right to because I was in the wrong. He was like, F you, N word. And I was like, He just said the N word to me. <laughs> Part of me was like, Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, We got to go. You thought you done made it. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is it? You just, you're just dark enough. Is that what they told you? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a true story. When I first started working in inner city Indianapolis, and I, I talked to my boss, like, Why don't we have like more diversity? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. You're just dark enough. I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that means. And then I found out. <laughs> that means they love you in the hood. They did. One of my customers at my old job used to say, you're just dark enough. You're black enough for us. I went to, uh, I went to DC like in the late nineties and I remember I went to a McDonald's and there was a sign in the McDonald's because apparently there were like so many homeless people that would like come in there and it was like a picture of ronald mcdonald and he was holding a stopwatch and it was like ronald says you have 30 minutes to eat and get out because <laughs> homeless people would just post up in there for the for the day you know that you you get like a 57 cent like fillet of fish and then just like be <laughs> yeah. warm all day and ronald was like nah you're on the clock dog. and i was like <laughs> I've never seen this is this is crazy and I remember like me and my friend went in there and uh we we got some food and she didn't want a burger or whatever and we walked out and then she just put like her Big Mac like on the curb and I was like what are you doing she's like I'm leaving this for a homeless person and I was like <laughs> for real like you think a homeless person is gonna come eat your Big Mac off the street and the hey pull is that for hey, sure pull yeah. that mic up to you a little bit got it no him could you oh, okay. could you like, imagine though like if the homeless person picked it up he's like bitch you got pickles on this i ain't eating this <laughs> there were no pickles last week though we were showing the video of um oh the raccoon and mcdonald's the raccoon and mcdonald's the homeless person brought a dead raccoon set it on the counter what can we watch that <laughs> can we no. see that watch that on your own oh, okay no it's the funniest thing if we find it there's huge there's commentary yeah, on it enough uh if, it, see if I can find it. Did you guys already do this on the podcast? I'm sorry. Oh. Well, not, someone, not, I'm just trying to be old hat, but. Someone just called me uh, dark as poop. So <laughs> I was like, I They might be talking about Hannah. Yeah, no She doubt. double dipped on her double uh, spray, dipped spray tan. tan today. So did you do this full body spray tan? Yeah. So, the, so, someone sprays you, right? No, not at not at Suntan City. That one is just like you're in a in a booth. Is it? Yeah. You ever, my wife once done the one with the where the uh, it was for a wedding or Mary Kay convention or whatever non cosmetic place. I might have just said. Um, <laughs> oh well, she's not. Uh, where's the mute? Where's the mute? Oh, here it is. Hold on, we'll start all uh, over. Here it is. 
The commentary is the best. Oh, what is it? Oh, was it not? There it goes. That looks like this nigga then brought a dead <laughs> raccoon in the motherfucking McDonald's. <laughs> Look at this shit. He's petting it. That motherfucker dead in the motherfucker. This nigga got rabies on the wall. <laughs> this motherfucker crazy. Then he gonna bring it in there where the food at. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you so motherfucking stupid. Look at this shit. <laughs> this motherfucker put the raccoon on the table. He come look. This motherfucker got him on the table. Bro. <laughs> he's a better he's a better commentator than Bill Walton. That's the biggest raccoon I've ever seen. That's what I was seeing. It's almost like a small dog. That's what we said last week. Oh my god! He brought him where the food is. It looks like a little coyote. Yeah. You know? That. I think that should be part of your intro. Like, <laughs> this nigga that brought the coyote in here. Because you guys, because you work in the food industry, right? And you have. Yeah. That have, Same. Have you, it's I mean, frowned upon. This is frowned upon. <laughs> okay. I wanted to make sure. The other thing was, was there ever like something, maybe not this extreme, but you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, You, you can't do this. And they look at you like, why can I not? Uh, no, I've, uh, I've like not I've, wearing pants or not, you know, something. Uh, I mean, I've maybe like a drunk person or something. I've never dealt with anything like this. Yeah. I've been fortunate. Like basically my whole like 14 years has been centering around like upscale dining. So like you get, you know what I mean? You can get your generalized like cuntiness or people just like, what do you mean? We can't bring in our own wine or something like that. <laughs> but like the, this is a little, what? A little extreme. <laughs> I read. I read in the Napa magazine. This was not a good year. Yeah. I was watching. Um, uh, oh, the grapes not turn out ripe. Yeah, I was watching. Just go with it. Last yeah. night's Adam Sandler movie that I actually like. Yeah. And then Dave Matthews is in that movie. And and they play a pretentious couple. Him and um, Nicole Kidman. And she's like, he's like, we just read. This is not a good year for this wine. <laughs> just br- just bring us the most expensive you have, and that'll be fine. <laughs> Is that like you're saying it's like a similar thing? Like this is not a good year to have a dead raccoon on a table. Yeah. I mean, last year just I had a I had a guest die at work, but I didn't have anyone bring a dead animal. Did she not? T- did she not tell the oh, story no. last? No. Tell the story, please. Okay. I don't. So in all of like my years, like I I don't I don't really get surprised much anymore by certain things or just hearing things. But I had a gentleman at a seafood restaurant that I was working at last year. And he was at a party. It was a table of three. It was a Kim and his wife and their buddy. And they probably were all my parents' age, so like mid-60s, I would guess. And he was like a difficult guest from the start. He was just... But I, I want to preface this by saying that like I'm a very patient server. I consider myself a career server and a professional at it. So it's like I don't... It, my zen is rarely affected even by very difficult guests. I can just kind of the ebbs and flows of it i can like maneuver with a lot of ease but he was just kind of like he was like one of those people that just wouldn't look at the menu and would just ask me things instead of just probably being able to just like look at it and answer at least half of his questions and you know he would just be his wife would order a glass of wine and i i would register that she said it write it down and then he'd be like she's gonna have a glass of wine like immediately where i was like I know. And even his wife was like looking at me and his friend, like they could just tell he was a person that was probably like troublesome to eat with in general and kind of just like annoying. So they were kind of giving me smiles the whole time that every time he'd be difficult just to be like, Hey, we know he's difficult too, but you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm handling it like a champ, but he'd be like, what do you have in the way of bone in steaks? And I'd be like, we don't have anything bone in, but if you look at the menu, 
Here's the two options that we have. So he kind of just was putting off a weird vibe to where my manager came up to me, and he's a friend of mine, but midway through service, and he's like, what's up with the guy at 67? And I was like, he's like a little bit eccentric, right? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. But I was like, I was like, you know me, Ryan. I was like, I'm determined to kill him with kindness. And then uh, he leaves at one point, and he's just gone for a really long time. And I'm like, I'm a very attentive server, so I was like back and forth, and I thought maybe he had stepped outside to take a phone call or perhaps that he just left. You know what I mean? Sometimes people will leave midway through dinner and somebody else at the table will pay. Like, things happen. It's not a big deal. But he still, you know, had food on his plate. So I was just checking back every now and then, not to be annoying, but just, you know. And But they're, the wife and the friend are not acting like anything is, like, amiss. So that was, it was hard to say. But long story short... He went into the bathroom. A person like came into the bathroom that and found him in there and he had had a heart attack and they that person happened to be dining with two nurses and luckily it wasn't a very busy night at work and it was kind of towards the end of the night when it was winding down but the two nurses kind of discreetly and quietly went into the bathroom and he was alive like when they went in there but by the time like the paramedics and everyone got there like he actually like passed away at the job or whatever. And so later is like not to make light of the situation because I had to like fill out a police report and I was like very like torn up about it. Like later that night, I remember like kind of crying about it because it was just like so discombobulating the whole situation, (laughs) you know, like, but later it's like probably a month later, I like kind of talked about it on stage and I only did the joke like a couple times, but just almost use it almost therapeutically. And because it was so absurd and it's just something that, like, you can't make up. That's why I kind of talked through it on stage, not to make light of his death at all. But I was, like, basically just making a joke about how I was, like, you have to be careful about the words that you say out loud because I'm a big, like, I'm a big believer in energy and manifestation. And you can literally speak things into his existence. Like, I was, like, I said I was going to kill someone with, with kindness. And that person never left the restaurant oh, again. Shit. You know what I mean? I was, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude homie was one scallop short of the clean plate club you know i was like i was the last voice that he heard you know like uh, the voice of a person that sounds like they're halfway through their trans journey like you know what i mean that's the last thing he heard before he like met his maker but that is by far in a way like the most like intense thing i've ever encountered at work so yeah fuck that so did they so did you get a tip though yeah I wish we. It, I wish they had known. They paid what was, their bill. Yeah. What was crazy is because th- we didn't find out about the heart attack for quite some time, and there was like this very like sh- short period of time where everything was confusing. So I brought the check out. You know what I mean? And then they paid. It. <laughs> they paid for Pay it. Pay a bitch. Because otherwise we would have just comped it. You know what I mean? But it was like at that point you're not going to just take it back. Yeah. So many things just started to happen like that were so out of control that I just. That's the quietest I've ever been. I was just like, I'm going to be... Is he still over. breathing? <laughs> yeah. The, yes, here's your bill. Uh, you can pay it anytime. We're going to need you that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, settle like, up Once there. they're taking him out, we're not going to hand him a gift card. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's a bad... Here's your t-shirt. They probably never want to come back <laughs> to the restaurant again, I can imagine. You know what I mean? Even though it had nothing to do Probably with some us. bad memories there. Yeah. Oh, I would be like, yeah, that's the last place I took my uh, took my wife. Yeah, she passed away. You remember the person's all, we'll go ahead and take care of your steak dinner. Oh, thank you so much. I uh, you just keep showing up once a year on the anniversary. <laughs> I saved a man's life one time. Well, that took a turn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bring it back up. I was uh, 
I was uh, I was, I was working at a uh, TGI Fridays. Ooh. And I was in my training week, and it was the last day where you, uh, you know, trained, or the the shadow person like follows you. You do all right before you get your flare. Yeah, right before you get (laughs) your thirty pieces of flare. And uh, I had like brought this guy's steak out. It was like a couple dining, and they're like two minutes. You check back. How's everything doing? So like I have this person that's watching me on my last day before I can start, you know, taking my own tables. So I'm just like, oh, dippy do guys, how's it going? Like, uh, <laughs> how's that steak? So you sound and, like a radio DJ. Yeah, that's the, awesome. The, or like a strip club DJ. <laughs> and like, uh, and the guy, the guy, uh, like I look, at his, <coughs> I look at the guy, and he's like, just. <laughs> making no sound he's not doing the international sign of choking though he's just like he's just going uh, uh. and i look over at his wife and she's like ah oh, he's choking and i start looking around i was like somebody needs to come help this guy <laughs> and then i realized that i had taken first aid and cpr and i was literally like the closest first responder and it was actually my duty to like save his life <laughs> and i was like oh shit sorry bro i can't handle this kind of pressure uh, yeah I, I really couldn't <laughs> it's, it's my second day <laughs> I, I started thinking back to like the safety videos and i just went into like the order of operations of what you're supposed to do so i was like i pointed at the host and i go you call 911 <laughs> i was like sir are you choking and he started doing the choking thing and i was like do you need the heimlich and he was like Ehh. and i was like all right prepare for the heimlich and i get him up and i position my hands and now it's like this is like one o'clock on a like a, a Friday at TGI Friday, so like <laughs> it's full. It's a banging TGI Fridays. Everyone's watching us. Everyone stops doing what they're doing, and I'm just like impotently doing the Heimlich to this guy. It's not doing shit, and I was just like, this motherfucker's gonna die in my arms, uh-huh. and I'm gonna look like an asshole. <laughs> you know? yeah. And so I was just like, nope, we're we're gonna, we're gonna figure this out, you know? Yeah. And I just remember like they're like, you gotta do it real hard. Like you gotta try to like hurt a person if you're trying to actually like heimlich them so i repositioned and i just started being like I'm, I'm i'm trying to hurt him now i'm trying to break ribs you know like i'm trying to like and so i just started, break ribs you might be a little high no they, they they that's what they say like if you do cpr you're definitely if you do cpr correctly you're definitely oh yeah you're definitely yeah, yeah. breaking ribs oh you can right up the right at the sternum right here right? Yeah. yeah if you're doing the heimlich correctly like you're if you're doing it gently, you're not helping them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm trying to you save... Yeah, put some force behind it. If I'm shit. trying to save your life, if you got something, I'm trying to dislodge... It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's like the difference between fucking a prostitute and your wife. Yeah. <laughs> what? 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 I, I was kind I, of... I know why you're... I was... In my mind, I was like, oh, obviously, Dyke took a lot of this training into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we only see those bitches twice at open mics. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I'm already... I'm just over here and just living in the straight <laughs> dumpster zone <laughs> so i uh so yeah i repositioned and i i'm just i'm just going hard in the paint now i'm just like <laughs> like, like you're not gonna embarrass me bro yeah. like, you're dead ass in the middle of fucking tgi fridays so i'm just like we're doing this together and i'm just like hitting him as hard as i can and all of a sudden this giant piece of steak shoots out his mouth and he starts breathing again 
And I was just like, <laughs> my adrenaline's going, his adrenaline's going, like everybody's fucked up. Like it, it was the most fucked up feeling I ever, I ever felt. You know? Yeah. Like, like I was. Just Did like, they clap? No, nobody fucking clapped. Well, that's bullshit. Like, like everybody was just kind of like, you know, they, they, they kind of like just wizard hit him out of there, you know? And I, I was like, okay, okay. And like in my mind, I was like. They're gonna give me the rest of the day off. Yeah. They're gonna give me like a hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, like, I'm a fucking hero. Yeah. I saved a human life. The managers be like, man, that's my hire. They gave I, you, they gave you ten percent off. I might get yeah. A, I might get a plaque. I was yeah. gonna say no yeah. way. He got two thirteen an hour and then got three for twelve. They made yeah. me. They made me finish the rest of my shift. <laughs> I didn't get shit. Uh, they comp the dude's meal. He didn't tip nothing. Ah. Uh. Everyone's like, did he tip you at least? I'm like, no, he was embarrassed. He almost died on a fucking yeah. did he, shitty I, steak. I would have got your name and address and mailed you a card every year and said thank you for saving my life. Well, yeah, fuck yeah. With a TGI Friday gift card. Nothing. As he walked out, I'd be like, should have let your fucking ass die, bitch. <laughs> part, of me, part of me always thinks like, all right, maybe, maybe that dude cured cancer or something. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe no, that guy's going to make- I was going to say no one has. He didn't. He didn't. If he was a guy that cured cancer, he'd have tipped you. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. He's like, I, I, you saved my life, I'm going to save yours yeah. one so day. So I, I, I saved a shitty guy's life, I guess is what that's Still, though, you about. saved a guy's life. Ain't many people can say that. Well, yeah. except for like maybe EMTs and firefighters and cops and probably some few random people. But I don't think I've ever saved anybody's life. No, I haven't. I've talked to Matt. Well, I've talked to people out of suicide. I mean, I've talked to a couple of people on the drugs. So I mean, I've probably killed a couple of people. <laughs> I mean, I told someone today, like, like just try it, <laughs> just try it, just do a little bit. You've never done crack before. <laughs> try, try once. I told someone today, I was like, you need to make a decision, and she's like, well, I was like, you need to get better or die, okay? Because this whole going back and forth, being sick, you need to figure it out. Yeah. And then she sent me a text message in the hospital. I was like, okay, at least we're going somewhere. And then I and then because I it, I said it to her and, and I was like, what did I tell you three weeks ago? You said get better or die. I was like, all right, figure it out. And then she sent me a text from the hospital today, and I was like, I kind of felt bad a little bit. Who was it? Well, cancer has already been cured, apparently. Sorry. It's a TC. Apparently, doesn't have anything to do tonight. <laughs> Are these all your friends? Yeah. So, so all the friends and so yeah, he's, yeah. he's he's decided to blow up our feed. He's saying usually, he's useless usually shit. He's usually <laughs> he's usually blowing up a toilet. He is, but he he is. Uh, I think I think he I think he's he's tuning up to be on the show here in a couple weeks. So we have two guys with his battle with dead man that are polar opposites. Okay. We have one who's an atheist. All right. And he was just on Juice in the Morning. There's a plug. Dead man. And TC, who is a Catholic and both very articulate people. And that's why we're going to put one over here, one over here. Yeah. Away from each other. Turn on the cameras. And we're going to put juice in the middle of them. That's where juice wants to be. Of course. And then I'm just going to have a whole list of shit just to get them fired up. Produce that bitch, and I'm wanting. We won't even have to talk on this show. Like, like practicing Catholic, because like I, like I was raised in that stuff, but like I'm not. No, Catholic. yeah, he's did legit ever, Catholic. Did you ever find it weird that they would put stuff in your mouth? What the what? wafers? Oh, easy. That was only afterwards. 
Well, you're practice lightning you, I candles. Mean, I, you say Catholic and something in your mouth, my mind automatically goes to dick sucking. I, I mean, to, you got a little wafer, you got a little, you get a little bump of wine when you're like 11. Yeah. Like, Ooh, you're like buzzed oh, for the yeah. next 20 minutes. Oh, know? yeah. Like, yeah, my mom, I remember when I, I, remember when I was a, uh, a kid and, uh, you know, my mom drank and, um, you know, she would have she uh, rum and coke. That was her jam when we were kids. That's good stuff. Yeah, and uh, she, uh, you know, had, had some, they had some friends over one night, and uh, you know, she were drinking, and all the kids were, you know, back in our bedroom, you know, playing or whatever. Well, she comes in because for whatever reason, and uh, sets her drink down. So I just picked that bitch up and start sipping it. And I was like, man, this shit tastes weird, but I'm thirsty. So I just kept drinking it and drinking it and drinking it. And finally, she turned. Around, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, well, I was thirsty. And she was like, you can't drink that. And I found out about 10 minutes later, why you're not supposed to drink that. Oh, how'd you feel? Great. See? <laughs> Fantastic. Jeez. That's where it started. Oh, absolutely. I remember my first beer. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I was uh Were you eight? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was in grade school Ooh. with my friend Butch, who's now passed away. Rest in <laughs> peace, Butch. Yeah. And we went to these. It's one of those spend the night at someone's house. Yeah. And then they end up taking you out of town. The parents leave. We're with some teenagers. So we're drinking, oh, yeah. they were drinking beer and watching porn. And I was just like, and I, I didn't know any of these people. So my social awkwardness was like this. I just sat in a chair. And he's like, you want to drink this? So I'm, I'm drinking and there's this dog who keeps trying to hunt my leg. He ends up cutting the back of my leg really bad, like a bunch of blood coming out. And I'm like freaking out because I'm like, it's not my house. Yeah. Once again, I'm poor. I can't afford it. Something gets ruined. <laughs> yeah. oh, that was my first thought as a kid. Like if something goes wrong, we can't afford to pay for shit. Yeah. So, and then I get home and there's like this huge scratch on my leg. I didn't go to school like on Monday or whatever because I still didn't feel good. Mom thought I might have rabies, but come to find out, I was just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Did, I was, <laughs> did, when, you, when you guys were kids, because I, I feel like this happened to a lot of like 90s kids when you were like going through adolescence and like the, the pornography started to come out. Like, did you, did you ever find yourself in weird situations with other dudes where it was just like, hey, we're nobody really knows what's going on. We're going to huddle together this pornography. And then all of a sudden, it's just like a group watching of porn and everyone has little boners and you don't know what to do with them. And then some dude yells boner check. <laughs> you never had that happen? I never had that happen. Yeah, some dude kept like boner checking. He tried to hit you in the dick. Oh. I had some weird friends. Yeah, you did. I didn't know it was weird because you don't know what's weird and what's not. Yeah. I here here's so I had uh, a friend come over. He brought over like a it was a Manuel. Do you remember Manuel? Oh, from Showtime. Yeah, that shit was the hottest stuff you'd ever seen, and I I'd never seen any kind of porn before, and I you know everyone's going through the change and you getting all these hormones, and he brought it over like on VHS and it was just me and him and he put it in. And we're just sitting there, and I was like, oh, it's cool. And then all of a sudden, it's just like sexy stuff's happening. And I was just like, I'm fully erect. Like, <laughs> like, and like in my head, I was like, if he wasn't here right now, I would be jacking it. You know? <laughs> like, it still disgusts me to hear you talk about erections. I was, I, I was like, man. And I'm thinking to myself, I was like, fuck, this is awesome. But like, if he wasn't here right now, I would definitely be jacked. See, and I look over. I look over at one point, and he is going to town. Himself. And I was just like, "Oh, is this, like, is this what we're supposed to do?" And I was just like, and I just remember being like, "No, man, I feel like it's weird if I start jacking it too." And so I just remember like 
I'm just going to pretend that I don't see what he's doing. Yeah. I'm going to focus on the showtime and then just kind of like sit awkwardly on my boner till he leaves. And that's what I did. But like, I, I thought, I thought this was <laughs> yeah, like, that's a, what I, did. I thought this was a, like a weird one off thing. And then I realized that like literally every little boy brought like a porn over to his friend's house and had some sort of weird version. Never did a boner check though. Never had the boner. <laughs> I never wanted to do one. <laughs> no. No, I mean it was awkward enough in like middle school where you had to take a shower. That's the first year they wanted you to take a shower seventh and eighth grade. Uh, and I was petrified. I didn't have to do that till we were in high school. But see like you got you have like a man's beard. Like <laughs> and then like you have a man's beard, right? Okay. So you do. They're nice beards. I really I am envious of it. So I didn't have a lot of pubic hair in seventh grade. And yeah, was, but we got the beard now, and you got a dick. I know. So I'm thankful for that. Eight inches of snow, baby. <laughs> he said that to the fan on Twitter. <laughs> she said something about. She said. She said. She said we got we got eight inches of snow, and I said BJ could measure it. <laughs> he said it to I think f- that's funny. <laughs> and so, but you'd have to walk in there. I had no pubic hair. And all these other dudes had a bunch of uh, Retro Diaries. Retro Diaries, that's what's up. <laughs> Taxi Cab Confessions. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I was like, had no pubic hair. So the first time I got naked in front of other dudes, like, had an anxiety attack. Like, I felt like, until I found another one, oh, he doesn't have anything. Oh, but he's the weird kid. What? Oh, nope, nope. He don't have anything. We're good. And the PE teacher, I have told this a million times, and he would hand us the towel when we got out. Uh, to make sure we showered, I think. Yeah, I no, know. he was checking out dick. That's fine. But I, I it, never had any. I never had to do swimming. I never had to do wrestling. I never had to do anything where I had to like get nude in front of other kids. Ne- through all school, never. Oh my god! And I, what school did you go to? I, I went to I went to Catholic school up until sophomore year, and then I transferred to Ben Davis. And Ben Davis had swimming. But I already had my gym credit, so I didn't have to take swimming. So I never had to get nude in did, front of other kids. As a female, did you have any of those awkward moments in front of other girls you ever had to get nude in front of for the first time? You're like, what the fuck? Sure, but I mean, girls just comport themselves better than boys in yeah, general. They do. And that's just not me, like, guy shaming. That's just like, girls are just like more chill about it. Yes, they we're are. also just respectful. It's like, not everybody's just like ogling each other. It's just like, hey, take your shirt off quickly. Put your sports bra on. You know what I mean? And we're not making it. It's like not a scene at all. Like, like those movies yeah, have lied to like us. it's like a pajama party. It's like everyone's just in there getting ready to go and then going to do with whatever we're doing. You See, know they I mean? lied to us. Remember, they acted like they sit there and like, oh, look how great these look, how yeah, great yours I mean, look. I've seen Porky's. I would, yeah, <laughs> Porky. I would, I, would, I would just like to say that you just you just rained a lot of fantasies for a lot of guys. I'm... <laughs> Just, just so, every, just so you're in every aware. way I can raise a boner from the grave like he's Lazarus, <laughs> I can shut that shit right down too. And that's why you guys rule the world, even though that we act like they don't. That's why Hitler killed all those people. Oh, absolutely. No I vagina. Mean, you, you got, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Men, men can say whatever the hell they want to say, but we all know when it comes to pussy, they got it. Yeah, but the, you you can you can, we can, we'll do whatever you want to do. It truly, and I I mean it's it's that it's that real. Like I, I can just be very honest. Like I was talking about on stage the other day. It's, I'm 35 years old, and it's just like there's certain things that you'll do when you're younger because you're like oh, or just like you're not quite sure because you're like oh, you know, I, a dude would like it if I got a Brazilian wax or something like that. But it's like the older I get, it's like. 
it doesn't it doesn't matter. So it's like if you're not doing it for yourself, yeah. like if I have no desire to do it, I'm not gonna do it just because of the potential dick that I could get. I can get it no matter what. Amen. It's like literally it's like winter time right now and it's like my bush is like it's like it's like the a dude's equivalent of like a beard. You know what I mean? It's like a flannel shirt and a fixed gear bike away from being a, like a mass ave hipster. <laughs> you and guess what? I could just trip and fall over quality dick all day long, and it doesn't matter. That's true. You know why I know that. My hey, wife. but Bush is coming back. I know. My wife just got her haircut, and I told AP this over the phone. Yeah. So she got her haircut, and I was kind of half asleep, and then I looked beside me, and it looked like Dennis the Menace cartoon. <laughs> okay. It, and then I thought about like, oh my god, that's gonna be awkward if we have sex from behind because it's gonna look like I'm having sex with a cartoon character. <laughs> but, then, but then I was like, either have sex or not have sex. And I was like, do I bring this up or not bring this up? Yeah, I brought it up. Yeah, of course. And she laughed. She's like, I know. That's why I keep getting these haircuts so you won't touch me. <laughs> is it is it like a suburban mom haircut? Is that what she's? Um, now? she has very trendy hair. Is that how you say it? Trendy. She's, trendy. Yeah. She's very trendy. I, I, I don't know that. That's trendy. She just has short hair. Well, uh, but she gets it styled and stuff like that. Just like my wife. Yeah, short hair don't care. Gotcha. So, but no, it looks great. My wife's part of the it short hair don't care and. Uh, um, was it no titty committee or what is it? I well, there's itty bitty titty itty committee. bitty titty committee. Yeah, I've always I was always like that's not very Steph. like I was the president no, of that no. group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ian on Facebook is saying that he's accusing you of having uh, vaginal hubris. What? I don't feel like it's an accusation. I was like, well, you obviously don't know Hannah because <laughs> her whole act is vaginal hubris. I was gonna say I was like I'm I'm at this point in my like stand-up journey like i'm making highbrow labia jokes like you can't you can't fuck with me like it's like it's truly i've gotten like and now like my sobriety is like the cunty things i'm saying on stage people it's like it's extra hurtful now because it's like you can't even be like hannah's drunk when she said that about whatever they're like hannah knows exactly what she's saying and she's it's like comic mine i'm just out there spraying comics daily sad shaming them cat shaming them just like lack of sex shaming them, just everything I can do. Light them up. <laughs> and that's, I hear that too. Like, oh, was you drunk when you guys did the pot? I was like, no, nah, I'm sober. Like, I don't drink. And they're like, oh, you're kind of a dick. Yeah. I'm like, I know. I know. It's called Smugcast. It's not called Feelings. That's our new show we're working on. That's where we sit around with no pants on. We boner check everybody. <laughs> you you say that like we don't do that normally. We the only reason we have pants on tonight is because we're doing video. Uh, yeah, I know we were going to do one with no pants on, then we can start doing video. So and then plus like I look like I'm Michael J. Fox right there. Seriously, just yeah, yeah. You do you do like you do twitch a lot. I know. Like I know. Like I didn't, I've never. We've literally been doing this for two years, uh -huh. over two years. Yeah, and I've never noticed it until last week. It's me. And he's like, he's like, I twitch my foot, and then I move, then I move my knee. And oh, my I think I think you guys were talking about like the video game platform. Oh, twi no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. we were on Twitch. Yeah, we were for about two weeks, and then that's when the video went down. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I we were in that small room, and now we're in this bigger room, and now we always have cameras. Yeah, now we're gonna have to have different cameras, and I have got to fix the fucking white balance on that camera. That is so weird. I don't know why that one's like that. Who's uh, I, yeah, we look like we're on like one of those like 
casting couch porn videos. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you I don't know what's about it, to happen. It's like, like that a, angle is so weird, but I don't know what else to do with it. Well, like, I like, do, but we just couldn't do it tonight. It's the hidden uh it's the hidden big brother video, you know, <laughs> like the camera. Is she going to crawl in or not? Oh, it's exactly what it looks like. Hey, did you see who's watching together, though? Ian and uh, Dead Man. Right, look at their picture right next to each other. Oh, that's cute. I just think they need to fucking get over it. Oh, man, I need to get a picture of that. Get a room, you guys. You ever have those friends that, like, are polar opposites, and then, like, you like both of them, and then you put them in the room, and you're like, oh, this is going to be fucking brutal. (laughs) And then that's when you pretend, like, hey, let's listen to some music so I don't have to listen to you talk. I like I like uh, any grown man that is watching a Facebook video at ten o'clock at night on a Friday. You know, it's actively participating. I'm into it. That means their family can't stand them. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm watching my buddies on the podcast. A lot of truth in that. Are you listen? Is that on the radio? No, it's the podcast. Yeah, no, just just watching Facebook. <laughs> I just read recently that Chris Hansen got busted for writing bad but, checks. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah! Did you see that mugshot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he got he got busted. Be, was like there was two, and it, it's weird because like he's such a smug asshole that like he was busting pedophiles, and I was still kind of like, man, I'd like to see this motherfucker get hit. <laughs> did, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Did like, you watch the Boondocks one where they they did a mock of that? No. It's it's based off the guy. Uh, what's that prison show on CNBC or whatever? Locked up or whatever? Yeah, locked up. There's a real guy called the Booty Warrior. Oh, Booty it, Warrior. Oh, you guys have never seen this? No. Shout out to Mondo for she showed me this. It's a it's a little cartoon clip. It's called the um, they call him Chris Handsome. Oh no. <laughs> it's uh if it's on it's called Boondocks Chris Hansen. It's 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 just a short maybe a minute minute and a half whatever it's fucking You ever watch the Boondocks? Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, this is one that's that's uh, great. So, it's a uh, So what does he do? Do he just feed dick to people? Who? The, 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 the Chris Hansen. No, yeah, what if you pull it up it's only it's it's uh he goes What are you supposed to be doing, man? You're supposed to be pulling it up. He, I, I'm trying to, but I'm, I'm running like six <laughs> different things here right now. I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm slowly starting to realize that I have that I've Look, I've I've taken on too much. This is a live feed of you not doing your job. <laughs> it, is. it literally is. Like I like somebody will start talking and I'm like I'm like yeah, yeah. oh shit I got to switch the camera. And we're gonna cut live to uh, you not. Doing what you're supposed to be oh, doing. Sh- oh, hold on a second. Hold on. It's still on me. There. Now it's on you. Hey, All this- right. Now talk. Look. Look. I was like sitting with a fucking hand on a computer. So, if it's on the other computer. What? Oh, shit. Yeah. So, that's another thing, too. I started typing on this one a while uh, ago, and I really need to type need, on you this need one. the throne. Well, this is only second ep. This is the second episode in the studio. First episode with cameras. What am I looking up? Chris Handsome. Uh, Boondocks. Chris Handsome. Uh, I do dude. not like this thing. Hey, you know what? I, I can't I, read a I, fucking I, I, thing. I feel like I'm click that. I, click that one right uh, there. Oh yeah, let's back to the dead raccoon. <laughs> yeah, thank God, he brought in a raccoon. I feel like I was sitting next to like a, a black face Aunt Jemima <laughs> and, uh, and a fat lumberjack. What the fuck? It's one of those fast dates. <laughs> it's right there. Is that it? Yep. This, right, this is this, this is hilarious. Is there an ad? Nope. Falling footage is an, is an excerpt to yeah. from. I didn't even fuck. I missed it. Hold on, I just got out of the shower. There's some juice on the table. Mm-hmm. Take your time. <laughs> you want to explain to me what you're doing here? I came looking for booty. <laughs> I came looking for sex with an underage boy. 
Oh no, I, I ain't come looking for no little bars. I ain't got no milk, no cookies. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> I came looking for man's butt. A man's butt? Excuse me? Oh, I know who you are, Chris Hansen. But see, I, I call you Chris Hansen. I watch your TV show all the time. So you can go ahead and bring in them cameras and them police is waiting outside. It don't make me no difference. Now, I tell you what, I like you and I want you. Now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. Well, I don't think you and I will be doing anything any kind of way. Okay, I, I see you choosing the hard way. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, this isn't working. Someone get this guy out. Hey, oh, man, you're ruining that body. No, Chris, I'm a, no, please. I'm a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- <laughs> I didn't bring no milk, no cookies, no nothing. <laughs> I'm a, so there's this guy. It's actually, you don't have to click on it, but it says the Boondocks best reference. He's called the Booty Warrior. And he's talking about man's butt. He's like, I want man's butt. And so that's where they made the cartoon character of it. And he's like, <laughs> we do this the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> but uh, Mondo used to say that when we worked together, he used to say, he, um, he, I got no milk, no cookies, no nothing. I was like, what are you talking about? So we pulled up on YouTube at work, and I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. That's hilarious. I forgot how fucked up Boondocks was. Oh, man. I know. So good. Like, I can handle some of it. After a while, I'm like, Ugh. Well, it's weird, too. It was like, that was like... <coughs> That was like a comic strip that was just like in the daily mm-hmm. paper. Like the Boondocks, like they had the, like a toned down version of it yep. for just like middle America that was just like, yeah, here's your peanuts and your family circus and your Garfield and Boondocks. And then you watch the, the comic and the cartoon and you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, <laughs> you got, you got messed up. <laughs> I always liked that one, Kathy. That frazzled out like office worker that I was like, I don't ever want to be that. Like, I'll suck enough dick to never have to be working that job. Man, everything I know about you, you would never fuck with a you would never fuck with a Kathy in real life. Oh yeah, is this not what are we gonna talk about? Like what would we talk about? You might you might be able to give Kathy a glow up, you know. I basically like I've kind of like not pigeonholed myself, but I the females on the scene, like, they're just, they feel one way about me or the other way. Because, like, I, the other day I was on stage talking about the fact that I was a feminist, but that my fam- like my feminism manifests itself different than other people. You know, there's, like, some kind of, like, sometimes angry activist female feminism. And I was like, mine's not that. I was like, I love dudes. I was like, I'm aware there's a wage gap. It's why I let guys pay for stuff. You know what I mean? Because then we're pretty much like equal. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, you fight the good fight out there, and I'ma stay on my back. <laughs> you know, I'm like, if I let a guy come in my face, that's like direct. That's like a, a direct deposit. It's trickle down economics. Like, bitch, I don't care. Plus, it got 200 vitamins in there. That's the original. Like, people could buy in fucking self care face masks. Just let your dude blow a load in your face. He's going to buy you dinner. He's going to shut the fuck up, and you're going to get the things you want. Like, oh, I mean, oh, I, oh, yes. yes. Like I'm all about equal rights. I'm just taking, taking a different, taking as Thoreau said, the path less traveled by, and that has made this, all the difference. This should me. be a, that should be an opening video. <laughs> yeah. With a podium, she just gets out there with a paper. My fellow Americans, <laughs> my female feminists. At first, they're all excited. Wait, I probably I'm giving out too good of an idea. We'll say that for we can do that. I mean, I have a tendency to do that because I just picture that and I'm like, that'd be fucking hilarious. Ladies, you got to know to take dick. 
I know it's like it's it, it <laughs> it's like my wife says or whatever. She's like, yeah, yeah. You kill spiders, open his fucking jar, and then I'll do things for you. That's part of the deal. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go shovel your car off. Yeah, no, nah, I mean we 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 tried the whole trading sex for chores thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just way too lazy at it. Mm. It's like yeah. it's just easier to rub one out than to try to have sex with her. Yeah, you didn't even know where your laundry room was. How how long? I, you, how long nah. you guys been married? Who's been married? The oh, I've been he's been, he's been married. Yeah, I've been married. It'll be 18 years this year. Jeez. Wow. Yep, I've been married for uh, it was 10 years in August. That's still a hole. Yeah, that's yeah. well, but I've been with her for seventeen. Wow, since we, I was nineteen. We met thirty six. Yeah, we met. Yeah, we've been together since nineteen ninety eight. Wow. Yeah, that was my wow. freshman wow. year of high school. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we've but the key here is that I've had sex with the same vagina for seventeen years. Yeah. Oof, man, feel bad for you. It's rough. <laughs> Have you have you guys have you guys have you guys both been together like the whole time or was there a break? Or there was a there was a year there was about a year break. Yeah. Nope, been with the same thing for <laughs> yeah. seventeen years. But you're getting near that age with the kids right when I had my break, so it should be coming soon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it but see, it makes your love grow stronger when you get back together. Oh no! See, the thing about it is, like my wife, the way she is, like if there's a break. Like I will never see her and the kids ever again. Oof, she is that type of person. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> you goddamn right. Like I like me and her have a great relationship. <laughs> like we do because she thinks I'm the real nice person. Like I helped him clean up his garage. I always agree with her, and then she I, either she thinks I'm the nicest guy or one hell of a sociopath. You, that's my two ways with me. Like oh, he's a great guy. Or, no, like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. She just she she just she's like I like BJ. He's a good guy. It's like you know yeah, you don't fucking know him because I clean the garage. Does she not listen to the podcast? No, no. Except, okay. no. My wife. Does. That's why. That's why I say shit like this. My wife does. If I, I, if if she listened to the podcast. Well, first off, I wouldn't say the shit I did, but if I did, she'd be waiting up on me by the time I got home. Be like, I heard what the fuck you said. But see, I but see, I say these things to my wife. Yeah, and then she the, got a good. And then she humor. says it back, stupid stuff back to me too. Yeah, and so the, and then she encourages my creativity. Like right. she went and watched me do stand up, and 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 like she'll listen to the jokes. The only thing, no, she, no, no. She went and watched him do stand up, and he talked about her farting on the toilet while he's in the shower. Right. Fart soap was born that night, and she never said anything else about it. One of my my last ex, I like he got like peppered into some like bits in the short period of time that we were together, and it was like basically uh, like revolving around his big dick, and how that I was like I was talking about how like I prefer. Like, I've really just never, like, fucked around with black guys. And it's not a racial preference. It's, like, a size preference. Like, I prefer to be filled up, not broken. Yeah. That's why I also don't fuck with buffets. <laughs> but I was talking about how, how, but even though, you know, just traditionally going after white dudes, you'll every now and then find some divergent white dick. And I felt like he, Rob was punishing me at times, like for being such a cunt. Once he knew he kind of wielded that saber, you know what I mean? Where he was like, he <laughs> was like, she fuck? can take it, but she's uncomfortable. And I just knew, like I knew, I felt like every time we were having sex, I was like a episode of Homeland. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like just talking to my captor to like get out of there. You know what I mean? Like, what can I do to get out of this situation? At least he, you know, didn't, like, at least he didn't miss a hole. Yeah, like Oof. you're. 
you're not getting up from the table unless you finish your food. And you're like, I don't want to. I'm full. <laughs> stomach hurts. That's like, why if I go to prison, I'm pairing up with the white dude. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm with a skinny, short white dude. I'm going to walk up and kiss no, him right no, away. No, no, I was going to say, that was Rob's exact yeah, body no, no, build. No. no, like, no. Like, no? Here, here's the thing. Uh, my dick used to be so much bigger when I was skinny, <laughs> and then you get fat, and then it looks smaller. You know what I'm saying? Like skinny guys have the big dicks. I see. I agree and I disagree. Right? See, I, I completely disagree. All right. So here's here's the thing: is like I've seen the most dicks, I think, and I'm inclined to potentially disagree as well. So here's the thing: is you think skinny guys don't have big dicks? Not all of them. You no. just, you just said. Your skinny guy I, I had said, a big that's dick. That's just him, though. That was just him. Uh, no, no, no. See, see here, see here, here, here is he the, was like a one off. You, you can, yeah. There's always, there's always the one off. Mine's been the same size at one eighty five and two ninety. I've measured but it you can, there and there. The but you can, you can tell by looking at a dude just how big his dick is. Sometimes, yeah. what I would say the majority of the time. Okay, because guys just, I mean, you know. You, you, I've seen plenty of dicks in my day, mm-hmm. and <laughs> me too. You just know, like you know, sometimes you'll get you'll get a tall guy that's skinny. Yeah. Well, he's got a long dick, but it ain't that fat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, true. and sometimes you'll see like like a shorter, like an average size guy. You know, like say my height, yeah. right? And he's a thicker built dude. Yeah. What motherfucker's got a girthy penis on him? Yeah. All right. You know what I mean? So you can tell. Well, like 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 Kevin Hart has a notoriously huge dick, right? No, I didn't know that. Tiny I dude, tiny dude, giant dick. Yeah, it's it's like a known. Did you, did you, guys, ever, did you guys ever play that game? What game? Like if someone walks by, like big dick, small dick, big dick, small dick. No, I knew these girls that would play that. That's why I said it, and I never knew it would be played. Uh, well, I, I felt so insecure afterwards. Yeah, I'll play with my like gay friends sometimes, and they've they've got a real, they've honed in on it. Like they know. Oh, I play with my gay friends too. Yeah, me and uh, me and what? Gay, gay Carl and Mark. We used to talk. We used to do that. Dude, they're great guys. Well, I mean, I mean well, when we said it before, hashtag if you can't be gay with yeah. your friends in 2019, what's the point? And then they they would always uh they'd always uh like a customer or somebody walk in and be like, yeah, he's gay. And I was like, he is not gay. And then Mark would be like watching and he'd get his number. Like, oh my god, he is gay. <laughs> I'm like, his wife is in here earlier. <laughs> he's like, it don't matter. She she doesn't know that he's sucking dick in a park somewhere. Got to keep it on the down low during lunchtime. I had a, I had a conversation with a bunch of comics the other day. We were talking about they were they were talking about dick size, and I was like, how come like dick size isn't just like bra size? You know, it's like you got an A B or C or D dick. That's right. You know, like we what? would lie about it constantly. Like, oh yeah, because you know, in chat <laughs> it. Just say, Did you see RB's comment? Yeah, I just read it. You guys need to <laughs> take, guys need ma- take measure up there. there? No, thank you. I have video proof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen it. Can't find a video. No, nope. I wish I'd. Have I don't know what happened. It. it was on my phone. I, I wish I, I wish I'd have saved it. I know. I mean, we could we could play it. I don't have the screen capture on, but we could, still could have played it. Yeah, I don't want that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel don't like, know. I feel like that would get you banned from Facebook. Maybe you do. <laughs> oh. So so BJ, I have a question for sure. you because we, we talked about this off air. Yeah. Uh, but you. Obviously, have like a want to do stand up comedy. Yeah, you do open mics. We are running now. 
I, I feel like we haven't talked a, a lot about what we've actually done in the six months since we've been here. Has it been six months? Six months. Yeah, yeah. really. I looked. At, I thought it was way longer. I did too. I, I thought it was like last year. Like, like, like a year up, ago. I hit you up like a month ago. I said, hey, do you want to come back on your show? And you said, cool, anytime. And so in my mind, I was like, all right, we're about to move the studio. That way we'll get them over here and do that. Shit, I didn't even think it would yeah. be that damn long. Yeah, it was during a kind of nice weather. Was the, it? The, it the would week. have been. I sobered up on it August the 5th. It was the end of July. And yeah. I'm August like 166 days sober. I, I, so like, I, I looked it up because she passed out on the last co- podcast. 100%. And I took pictures of it and then drew dicks in her mouth. And I was like, when was this? And I started scrolling back there and I was like, oh, that was July? Of, was it really? Of and 2018? You were, oh, man, that episode was funny because once she did go to sleep and then you were just like this fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and she had her purse. <laughs> I loved it. The funny thing is I listened, I let myself listen to that episode one time only. And I was just like laughing because I was like, it was so me up until the point of like basically blackout. And then I could just like hear you know, with no audio, but like I could hear like how I would like come to every now and yeah. then and interject something like nothing had ever happened yeah. and then go right back into being blacked yep. out. But I don't think it had anything to do with the podcast, but quite literally after like a 10 year, 10, 10 year battle with alcoholism, a week later I got sober for good. Well, and Did then, you? So I've been sober ever since. And yeah. it, it so we, so right there was where all the alcohol was sitting right beside her at that time too. Oh Remember yeah, it was. Had, it was right on the end of the And like you can see me, like I'm not that like that big of a girl. I probably hadn't eaten and it's just like I was just railing drinks. You know what I mean? It's like you can oh, only yeah. you can only take so much. And then the F two fifty Uber picked you up. Those was the weirdest uh, things. Like, <laughs> it's like is that a pickup truck? <laughs> yeah. Peace out. <laughs> Get her home. So 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 what like you know what what made that transition for you is like as far as like I mean did something happen? No, it was a- I mean I've definitely in ten years of drinking. I mean just being very transparent, like battled like knowing that I was drinking not only too much but way too much, and it's like I've I've been in trouble before. You know what I mean? Like I did like a weekend in Marion County gin pop one time. Just things you wouldn't necessarily like know if you like looked at me. You know what I mean? And I've had DUIs and different things like that. But it was like I have a very I had a very public drinking persona and I was like always doing hot mess material on stage and then but I was drinking even more privately. Which is what was so crazy about that. It was like I was having a drink first thing whenever I'd get up in the day. You know what I mean? Constantly like having the shakes and I kind of just got to the place where I felt like my body was literally shutting down and the universe just kind of said to me like hey if you don't knock it off like you're gonna end up dead and very early and it kind of like I I weirdly was receptive to it and I kind of made this weird trade-off where I I the universe kind of told me dead serious it was like Hannah if you stop drinking right now and for good you can not only like have everything you want in life and more, but we'll take the desire away from you. But it has to be for good. Like you can't just be like, I'm going to take a month off and then I'm going to try to drink within reason. So I decided right then and there to stop. And I literally like I haven't had to go through 12 steps. And like I said, I mean, I was a hardcore drinker for 10 years not the kind of drinking where people are like I was bad you know what I mean or like yeah. I drank three drinks a day no I was easily I was drinking at work you know I've been a professional server my whole life it's always around all servers and bartenders do after work is drink more it's like a, it's ingrained in that whole culture you know what I mean and it's just 
one of those things and I just decided to not do it. And it was a very kind of scary thing for me at first because I I'm so used to the material that I was writing was a lot of just like drunken stories and randomness. And I, I actually like struggled with the fact where I was like, if you sober up though, will you be as funny? And that was like a weird thing for me to have to like reconcile myself to. But in, in all reality, I was, I'm way funnier. And it's like, I can actually like execute the material that I write in a very concise manner. I can make edits on stage that I could have never done drunkenly like i'm an english major so sober i was writing these like elaborate sets and then drunk i couldn't even like execute my own material properly where now i can actually like do justice to the material that i like thoughtfully write yeah and so that's been really nice <coughs> so i mean have have you like i mean i mean have you like maybe tried like cannabis like at night or I smoke you know weed I mean? a little bit like yeah. I don't I never like I've never been a very functional high like yeah. I'm just like a goofy high like I'd have no problem like getting high and then coming over here and doing this podcast oh yeah or like my roommate will smoke and if I if I'm at the house and I'm already done with everything for the day I'll smoke but I just like randomly got high once before a mic and I don't know if on stage it looked any different. I think it could have looked as funny as anything else. But in my own mind, I felt like I was swimming through gelatin. And I was like, <laughs> I don't like this feeling. Yeah. So I don't like to do that. Like the second I get off stage, I might like have a single like hit off somebody's pin and I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. But it's not something that I like even purchase or like have to go out and about and get. Yeah. And then I had like a filthy couple of years on cocaine when I was drinking. And that's just one of those things that's like, there's just no reason for me to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just oh, like, yeah. That's a... It's... it. Yeah, I make Coke jokes now because I can, because I know, have, but it's like... A, yeah. but it was a lot. Oh, yeah. And I was a terror. You can only imagine, like, just the person you know oh, yeah. me right here and how dominant of a personality I am, like, in relationships, on blow. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you, you, know, did you stab felt, anybody? No, but I felt like I was sponsored by Adidas. It was like, impossible is nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, quite literally, like, it was just like... you. Th- it's just the nuttiest thing in the world, you know. It's like I'd just be standing there and I'd be like, "Where? Who did the last line?" And you know, my ex would be like, "Well, you did, you dumb guy." You know what I mean? And I'd be like, "It's not my fault your dad didn't come to your little league games." You know who talks like that? Cocaine does. Cocaine says things like that that are crazy, and it just because it's eight in the morning and yeah. you haven't slept in two days, and you're yeah. just like, and I was like, "Bro, that's a bad look." Like nobody, you never hear somebody here like, you know, Kevin. I love Kevin when he's on Coke. Like, you never hear anyone talk like that. Uh, yeah. Like, well, yeah. No one on Coke is their favorite version of someone. Like, because you just, it, something gets lost. Eventually. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. It's not good for you to do. <laughs> that's, two, that's two shows in a row where Coke was brought up. Yeah, it's I funny know, as right? fuck. It's funny <laughs> as fuck. And in the moment, it's fun. You know, Juice I, too. Oh, yeah. I used to just say, like, I'd be like, keep calm and bump on, you know, and just little things. <laughs> keep but, calm and bump on. You what know, is- but it's like, it's you can laugh about it, It's but it's like, what? Fuck that's a bl- it's a mess. Yeah. What did he say? Oh, we were asking. It was it was RB and then they were talking about would you rather drink or smoke weed or Oh whatever. yeah, yeah. He's like, Oh no, I just I I'd rather do Coke. Yeah, well finally he said he said, <laughs> No, he said, just get some Coke. Just get some Coke. He's like, Oh yeah, it's great. He's a blah 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 I'm like, uh huh. You know, uh-huh. but I you know so as- like active doing Coke. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like, it sounds like uh, you really missed that. Yeah, because uh, as, as I wouldn't do it, my I like I, I'd be just my heart would make me nervous. As somebody who, who who has done coke and 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 a lot at a time, um, 
tells me that Juice is not someone who has went down that rabbit hole. Because you, once you go down that rabbit hole by you know by yourself or with a buddy where you, you know you've both done a fucking eight ball or you know something you know by yourself all night and then ran out you know coke's not the way to you know no I, that's I mean not, and that's, that's and not the thing and I know exactly what you're talking about there's when you're doing it at that level like I was or some of our friends and like at that time it was like I was my the person I was dating was bartending on South Meridian downtown that whole that's like Miami Vice down there you know what I mean that's that club scene and it's like it was always around and it was just like it didn't really matter but it's like didn't you, you can do so much coke that it's like you're just doing coke for coke's sake yeah. you know what I mean because there's because you know for a fact you're not gonna go to sleep you know what I mean so you might as well just kind of keep doing it but like there it just is so fried like that what that ends up like looking like and oh yeah the random people you'll end up around and like the it's just it's a lot like i just no wonder it's like you know when you hear people it's like you can it'll spin a life out of control quickly if it goes unchecked you know what i mean or at least you're gonna like lose friends and alienate people like burn through any like money that you have because it's just ridiculous (laughs) or end up in a a, a stripper's uh, house and not and then call me and say Hey, do you know where I got these pornos from? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, bro? Yeah, I uh, I went down to this uh, Sidewinders and I was like, oh god, Sidewinders is now closed. Sidewinders is a Hispanic bar where you go get coke. Okay. So we went down there, met some hookers, prostitutes, strippers, whatever. But for some reason, they went and rented porno. He didn't say, hey, I'm fucked up or not. He was like, man, do you know where? I was like, I wasn't with you. He was like, I know, but I figured you know where I would have got them from. <laughs> i was like i was like no i don't know where you got him he's like all right i'll talk to you later and just hung up and yeah I, something's wrong here well, so i called him back no, and i'm like bro what was you doing he's like oh, i just met some hookers at sidewinders and we just went back to your place and watched porno do you have sex with them no we just watched movies and, and then uh and then they left i'm like are you at your house like no i'm still here with them <laughs> <laughs> that's what you mean See, about a rabbit hole like you're that, more worried about that's, videos yeah that's that's but, I mean, but, but, but that's 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 blow you know what I mean? You you finally, you know, like she said, you know, you just keep you just keep doing more. But the problem with blow is is that you know that first one, you know, that first one may last you forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if and if you've got really good, it'll last you forty five minutes to an hour. And then the next one may only last thirty five minutes, and then maybe thirty minutes, and then maybe twenty minutes, and then five minutes and then it just so you're just down this this rabbit hole for the next fucking you know four or five hours where every five minutes you're doing another line and you're like oh all right everything's good let's go let's go let's go oh shit it just wore off is that whole uh testing on your gums and stuff like cops do is that like really? no that well, just tells just you like that a, it's coke yeah it's just a nummy it's like yeah, yeah i always i never uh, it, it, it's it's not the same thing as doing coke but like if you put like if you've never done coke and you put some coke on your gums like oh you still get oh yeah. for sure you you'll definitely know that you put some coke oh on your yeah gums. like it's <laughs> yeah it'll, like it has it's like a numbing agent it'll have like on it yeah like an your face goes quality. numb right <laughs> it was like cracking me up because it's like funny too when you don't think anybody knows you're doing it and like me and my buddy were like serving together and we were just like going on these like little weekend benders and then coming into work the next night and like serving and like if you haven't done a lot of coke like the whole next day your whole face will drain out. So, like, you'll just oh, be, like, yeah. blowing your nose constantly. 
And so I just was in there, and we're like, one day we're just standing around, and our kind of like manager that we thought was kind of like a square, like comes around the corner, and we're just like blowing our nose, and I'm like, I'm like, sorry, man. I was like, my allergies are acting up, and he just looked at us, and he's like, I remember my first snow flu. <laughs> and then walked off. He had that drop mics moment on us, and we both oh, just scattered shit. like little cockroaches. Like, fuck, how does he know? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Snow flu. It reminds me of the first time I took a yell bomber. Oh yeah, hell yeah! That uh, was like, whew. what is All that? Right. It's a vi- Vicodin. Vicodin. Oh okay. Vicodin like, ten, but the good yellow, like the it's like the name. Norco. Brand. It's Norco. Yeah, the one that makes you a little bit itchy. Yeah. Uh, uh, makes your nose just itchy. <laughs> yeah. And then like a good time. And then I was like, oh, I'll take one. I'm supposed to take one every four to six hours. I'm like, what if I take two? Yeah. What if I take six? <laughs> See, uh, th- that's why I like. I mean, I've done lots of drugs but like i don't like to do any drugs now because like if something's actually fucked up i want the drugs to have their full effect like if i get like a tooth pulled or something i'm just like like Uh, like i'm a junkie for 12 hours yeah i'm just like give me that give me that but like once it's gone i'm fine you know like but like for that 12 hours i'm just like yeah give me give me that give me that script oh Oh, dude i had i had uh sinus surgery and um like that dude went in and like cut some shit out and like i had like something in my sinuses or whatever we took all that out but then after it was over like and okay before i went in uh i was going through like the the paperwork you know a couple days before whatever and uh the lady was like she's like do you have any allergies and i was like yeah like you know pollen and she's like no 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 it's medication and i was like oh fuck not that i know of she was like okay good i was like why she was like because you're going to get some real good medicine afterwards. And, you know, me being me, I was like, what do you mean? Mm. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And she was like, oh, don't worry. We'll take care of you. And I was like, <laughs> you know, in mine, I was going, <laughs> yay. yay. <laughs> and I was Muscle like, oh, relaxers. okay, 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 you know. So we do the surgery, get the script. They're like, I don't know, 750s, I think it's what they was. And uh, but they were the little orange ones, yep. the little, yeah, you know, the Norcos. And um, I, I don't know, I got like 40 of them, and they were to last me for five days. And I was like, two and a half, all right, I smell a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> it took me three days to get my Xbox from the front room into the living room. One, because I was so high on painkillers that I couldn't function. And two, I just had fucking surgery and I wasn't supposed to lift anything. And I moved a fucking recliner (laughs) from the front room into the living room. I slid that bitch down the hallway, squeezed it along the walls, scratched the piss out of them. Wife gets home. She's like, what happened to the walls? And I was like, recliner. (laughs) What the fuck? And that's the funny thing is um, when I had surgery or whatever, my shoulder, they're like, well, you're a bigger guy. So go ahead and take two. And they're like, Percocet, some of the strongest ones, because they just reconstructed my whole arm. I was like, okay, I'll take two and drink a little bit of Sprite. And then I just fell over. Like, I would just, I didn't realize, like, I'm never taking these. I didn't know what they were. I'm -hmm. like, I'm like drooling. (laughs) And like half my mouth is numb. And I just kept doing this for hours. (laughs) I mean, just being honest, like, I, I know we have an incredibly big, like, as a nation, and especially our state, of like an opioid crisis. But it's like, I can very honestly say... It's like when people are like, I just don't understand how people are doing that. I'm like, dude, I do. You know, like I know, I know how people could get so strung out on that. I've been just very fortunate 
you know what I mean? To have like good people around me or like not had access to certain things. But it's like, I know what an addictive personality is like. And it's just like, oh, luckily, shit. you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, luckily now I'm able to like transition that whole like zero to a hundred personality that I had towards alcohol into more like healthy stuff. So like, I, I still have that kind of like aggressive nature, but it's like, now I'm at the gym or I'm meditating or I'm on my mat or doing all these things that I was doing there. But it's like, I'm never quick to judge anybody with that kind of stuff. Cause especially some people like literally are in debilitating pain and then, you know what I mean? And then the, the crazy like highs that you get off that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm surprised that it's not even more of an epidemic than it already is now. Like yeah. it just like surprises me when people have temperance towards something. I'm like, Oh yeah. I take them every day for chronic pain. Right. Never, never do the effects of it ever. I used to take him every day for his chronic pain. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, they started They started out with 240 of the strongest, and then... It's and, an emotional support vitamin. Yeah, he <laughs> was. It really was. We'd sit next to each other and go... I'd be like, are you uh, in pain? And he'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, give me one. Uh, Matter of fact, give me two of them. I'd be like, hey, man, we should start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Snorecast. <laughs> we, can, we can't be this high, though, man. No. So, so BJ... So uh, I'm bringing this all back to red, to red flag comedy. Yeah, for the last uh, six months, what have you guys been up to? So we we we've I feel like we've come leaps and bounds since last time we were on here. Uh, we started off with uh, doing like a weekly open mic, a bi monthly show, and a podcast. And and in the past six months, we've added another. We're doing two open mics a week. Uh, we have some younger comics that are doing a uh, Thursday show for us um, with under the red flag and umbrella. They got we got a drummer on a professional drummer on stage that'll <laughs> do rim shot for one liners. We'll do whatever, um, and then uh, we also have. What do we have? We we also have. Um, well, we have things that are in the works with the dugout. Yeah, that are like more. So we're gonna do like another ticketed, uh, another ticketed show. One of the coolest things that that I thought, and is part of the reason why I love podcasts so much, is uh, I was a fan of this podcast called Mormon and the Meth Head. Yeah, I remember that you told me about that. And it was just like something I listened to when I like walk my dog or whatever. And it was like uh, two comics. One of them was a reformed uh, meth addict. One of them was a reformed uh, Mormon. 30 years old, uh, broke up with his, divorced his wife and divorced the Mormon church. Oh, wow. At 30. He, this dude never had a fucking drink of coffee until he was 30. Damn. I didn't know the Mormons were stri- lashing out against Starbucks like that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? That's extreme. And, 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 and then their whole podcast is just them like talking about, because they had like, because like fucked up trauma and fucked up you know whatever and it's kind of like her being like yeah so i used to smoke meth and do all this crazy <laughs> stuff and he was just like, yeah i used to do mission trips and you know this and that and i was like this is a dope ass podcast like, I, like, i'm into it <laughs> and then i was like man this would be really cool if we could get them on our show i didn't really think it was a thing that could happen but i was like it'd be really cool if we did and i thought about reaching out and i forgot about it and then like Two weeks later, I saw that she had a This Is Not Happening on Comedy Central. And I was like, ah, oh, she's too famous to come to this. And then two weeks later, I saw her on Burt Kreischer's podcast. And I was like, fuck, I, I, really, yep. I really dropped the ball on this. Like, 
this went from someone that I might be able to get to someone I'll never be able to get. And I literally like sent her a DM and I was like, hey, uh, you know, I'm from Red Flag Comedy. My name is Dyke Michaels. Uh, I just want to say I, lo- I love your podcast. I wanted to have you out to the show. I see your comedy trage- trajectory is, you know, going through the roof. Obviously, you know, you're too too far above coming out to our stuff. But I just want to say good good luck on your career. And uh, if you ever want to do anything in Indy, we got something for you. And she said, send me like a heart or something, you know, like thank you or whatever. And I was like, cool, that's cool. And then like two weeks later, she sent me a thing. She said, how far away is Cincinnati from Indianapolis? And I was like, two hours. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she was like, yeah, well, we're going we're gonna to be there in December. And I was like, I will put a fucking show together for you yeah and so i got both mormon and the method to come headline a show me and hannah got to open up for him it was fucking dope and then the next day they did our podcast and like the whole time i was in there i was like six months ago i was listening to their podcast yeah thinking about how dope it was yeah and now i'm sitting well, i remember here, you talking about that on the last yeah. show I'm, I'm, now i'm sitting here like interviewing them yeah. on my podcast that's awesome like, this 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 is it this is what i want to do like I, I fucking love this shit like yeah talking to comics like I, lo- I love talking to anybody on podcasts but i definitely love talking to comics and I just got to pick their brain, you know, it's like, yeah, oh, for sure. Here's the questions that I have, you know, like, uh, like you guys are like podcast dudes, like off air. I have a million questions for you. Like how do I I get my podcast better? How do I do this? How do I do that? Comics, same way. I'm just like, so what about this? How how do we do 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 this? this, Well, for sure, man. I mean, you got to ask people who know, you know, people who are in the business who know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the same if, if we could find somebody that was above us. I'm sure we would do the same thing, but I mean, I mean, in all reality, I mean, Rogan's the only next one. I mean, right there, right? Yeah, that's yeah, the it's you guys and then Rogan. I, there's, there's no nobody in between. Yeah. I like the way you think. I'm like, I'm very ego based, so I'm like, yeah. oh, well, I mean, kind of. What I, always, I, I mean, we couldn't have his show if we didn't have big fucking egos. What, <laughs> hey, what's the what I always say? Oh, I don't know. Pick thirty. Hot, you got uh, hottest podcast in Indy. That's right, hottest podcast in Indy. That's because the rumors used to be really fucking hot too. It did, dude. <laughs> both both the last two studios were hot as fuck, man. In the middle of winter, we'd have the damn window open uh, just so we could get some fucking air because but, one why, one one show, no shit, we hit ninety fucking degrees ooh. in my house, and if you'd have walked out into the house, you could have hung beef. Yeah. And then oh because gosh, we did, I told him not to open the window anymore, right? Because if I get really hot and I get cooled off, fat guy. He fuck fell asleep. He fell asleep. He literally fell asleep <laughs> in the middle of a fucking show. And I look over and, I, and like uh, our guest, the guest was tall. It was Repo. It was, yeah. During Repo's show. I felt bad because he's, he's one of our sponsors. He's, he's a fabulous dude. But like. We were, doing, <laughs> we were doing an episode on audio engineering of a podcast because. I, I had we I had got a message from so many different podcasts asking, "Hey man, how do we how do we fix our sound? How do we you know all these questions?" And I was like, I was like, okay, was, you know, and, and like every one of them was different. And I got them, you know, within like three weeks, I got all these questions come to our like hit us up on Instagram, and I was like, "Fuck, dude," um, you know, it, it, there was just. I had so much, so many coming in that it was like, I finally, after about a week and a half, and I was like, we need to do a podcast. 
about, about this yeah. and that that way i can just say hey we did this podcast for everybody it's just for you guys you know it's going out everybody else can listen to it but i'm putting this out just for you guys so we did that and in the middle of it he's going on his spiel and you know me being you know the fucking sound nerd like i'm like all into it you know so i'm fucking my 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 adrenaline's going bj over here Got hot, opened the window up, cooled off. He's over there fucking. And I had this one. We had, this and one finally we, I go, uh, we think, BJ. He's like, what? <laughs> and I was typing on that laptop because at that time we had the big monitor. So I was using his Mac. So I'm sitting there looking up stuff on social media and stuff. And all of a sudden I'm like, <laughs> come on, you're all right. You're all right. Like, how, how are you going to pass out in the middle of the episode? <laughs> it's happened more than once. How are you going to? I know. I like, well, at this point, I do. I mean, I, I'm I'm personally notorious for falling asleep anywhere. Yes. Uh, after drinking. and uh, He had been drinking. We he went, was sober. We went to Fort Wayne and saw Kyle Kinane, but Dyke didn't make it all the way to Kyle Kinane. And then Kinane <laughs> crushed it. And at one point, I was like... Dyke doesn't need more alcohol, but I shook him and made him go stand at the bar to so he could stay awake. Like, yeah. Just out of control. I've fallen asleep on many toilets. I've fallen asleep <laughs> in many bars. But like uh, when Hannah was still drinking and she fell asleep on the podcast, I was like, bitch, how do you fall asleep when someone's interviewing you? <laughs> asking you she questions was, she, about yourself she was having a good time i was having a great time i mean i really did i i still enjoyed the whole the whole process like i mean it's it's goes down we've talked about it many times it's one of those moments it's iconic moments for us because it was <laughs> it was a great show people we want to have on to talk to and then just you fucking kept staring at her like it's fucking person. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a cell phone. When the cell phone and you know it's like at ten percent, and then you just watch the death spiral of the uh-huh. battery. It's like I just yeah. powered down, and my body's like, "That's it." <laughs> you did. That's it. We did. So we we had. Uh, you guys were drinking Tito's, I, I believe. Yeah, you had some promo bottle of vodka. I remember yeah, that was we like had we it, we had three fourths of a bottle of vodka. When you guys left, there was none. <laughs> yeah. So imagine, like you know what I mean. We uh, we had also pre-gamed. Like, sure. I, like I, I I will give the devil her due. Like we, <laughs> she didn't come in sober, have three shots, and pass out. Like we uh, we had been day drinking on that Sunday. Three shots. She had three four cuts. <laughs> Because you had you were supposed to work that night too. Yeah, somehow I got it off. And what happened is I remember I got the text from my boss saying that I didn't have to come in, and that's when I ramped it up. Yeah, you did. Because I was like, I was like, <laughs> I have to be at least not drunk enough to be able to like get sent home from work. So I got to like be functional enough. And the second I received that text, I was like, game over. We're good. <laughs> mad, re- mad respect. Can't be too drunk for work. Don't have to go. All right. So, but, but now you're sober though. I am so sober now. That's that's good. Let's it was not. A, uh, no, honestly, it was like it was a great decision. And when I was talking to Dyke when we were coming up here, you know, I was like, I haven't been that person that like is just like sobriety's the only way. But like all I can really say about it, and especially to other comics, is that whatever sobriety is for you, like whatever your alcoholism, like for me was, like if it's just like your negative self talk your lack of like collaboration with people or just like whatever is standing in the way of you and like achieving like a level up in your comedy 
then you need to figure out what that looks like. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't care if people, like, I'm around drinks all the time. I still serve them at work. Like, I, all of our shows are at bars. I don't mind it being, like, I don't, my friends drink at brunch. Like, it's cool, but I think, I, I just, like, feel like everyone should be a little bit introspective and think within themselves, like, what's keeping you, you know, like, what, what is your alcohol? Like, what's keeping you from, like, leveling up in comedy, in your writing as a person, and then seek work towards that, you know? And it's not that easy. It's not just, like, something that you can be like, oh, and it's over. You know what I mean? I'm going to repair all these feelings I have towards things. But it's just, like, to be a more mindful comic, I think, is an important thing today. Like, and I just think I'm, like, better suited to, like, be a voice in comedy and a sustainable one over time through sobriety so that was just the path i chose and it's yeah worked out no i mean i mean you you know i mean just from the little bit that i've that we've been around you i mean you're definitely a funny chick and I, and even you know we even talked after the show last time and i was like man i was like she's really funny but i was like well she gets a buzz man she kind of right. she kind of goes off the rails a little bit no doubt you know and then that's and that was just like that was a very tough pill to swallow but that's what I had to look at and realize. And I've really taken a lot of like solace in like finding out about other celebrities or comics that are sober now. And then it kind of just helps you kind of like reframe that narrative in your mind. You know, like Theo Vaughn is a, one of my favorite comedians and he's been sober for over a year now. You know what I mean? And there's just people that I like look toward as far as like their journey and what that looks like. And I just kind of had to realize that like there was so much more out there that I could access, but that I was going to restrict my access to that if I kept drinking. Yeah. No, no, I, no I agree hundred uh-huh, percent. Absolutely. The, um, no, I'm, I'm happy for you. And then I know that's, and that's one thing that like you had to find what motivated you like, and that my motivation is hopefully here within six months, I'll be, um, opiate free with, from my doctor, which means, cause I'm already less lethargic. Everything might, I feel more level-headed because mm-hmm. I don't use anything else. Like I don't even drink or anything like that. So, but it's just better to have the the, the clear mind or whatever. Because I felt like some of it was funny, but some of it was amped up because of the medicine. Because I'd be like, blah, 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 and I'm like, sure. and then I slow down. I'm like, okay, I can make this funnier by not going a million miles a fucking hour. Oh, dude, there there was there there were times when. You know, his doc had him on like, you know, super high dosages and he, we, you know, we would come on the show and, you know, he would talk and like, I could tell when like he'd kind of got a little bit of a tolerance built up over the week and his medicine didn't affect him. And then the times where, you know, he had kind of maybe mellowed out a little bit during the week and then took one, you know, or whatever before the show and it hit him hard because mm-hmm. it was like he would start talking and sometimes like the thoughts just did not connect. Mm-hmm. And then the minute that like he got dropped to a lower dosage, it, he was like a whole different fucking person. I'm a lot, I'm a lot more, a lot more calm because if you take those um, and then he can attest to this too, you get, it makes you angry. Like, oh, yeah. even though there's has nothing to do with, with anything, you just get real irritable on it. And then I, and then, and now I'm just, I'm don't really get angry at all. Oh no. Like, I mean, he, he is from, what was that about it? What a year ago, maybe that it, when he started dropping you, it, 
I just switched to the lowest dose in October 2018. So, so beginning of Oct beginning yeah. of October 18, yeah, 2018. So, yeah. so a little so a little over a year ago is when his doctor dropped him. And from the minute I'm not even kidding you, the first show we did after that he dropped him, like it was a totally different person. Mm -hmm. Like absolutely 100 percent But I mean, you know, I get what you say. You know, you're saying, you know, as somebody, you know, myself who has struggled with like addiction on all kinds of shit mm -hmm. my entire life you know since i was fucking 16 17 years old man you, you finally do get to a point where you do just kind of go all right man i'm fucking over this <laughs> you know what i mean yeah because you, you you see yourself off of it and then you feel yourself on it and then you do that so many times and then you finally go oh i get it yeah this is this is not good <laughs> no matter how much you convince yourself because you're always going to convince yourself, well, uh, just, you know, another day, you know, another yeah, day. Yeah, of course. But after, you know, but after a while, you finally get to that, you know, you said 10 years. 10 years. You finally get least. to that point where you go, okay, yeah, this is, this is enough. I've had enough. This is, this is not a good route for me to go. Yeah. It's, it's been 10 years I've been on those. Right. Since, yeah. And that's a long time. You know what I mean? And it's, and that's, and that's why it is hard. And I think that, you know, that's not to be understated for anyone. It's that, you know, that's if you think about you guys have been in those long-term relationships too but even in the relationships that we have with substances it's like this isn't it's like it's not an easy breakup no. for anyone 10 oh, years on no. anything is so long like that's oh, what sure. that's what like that's your best friend you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah pbr that was like pbar for me that's yeah. like my buddy like that's oh, the toughest yeah. breakup i ever had to have as far as that's concerned but it's like it's so much like you just talking about being clear it's so much better. You know what I mean? And then not having to like Da Vinci code your day the next day about like how where <laughs> what was going on, you know, or like yeah. I would wake up often with like a feeling in my stomach that was like not even just like feeling sick about the drinking, but just knowing I'd said or done something. Oh yeah. And then and I knew for a fact that, you know, I'm surrounded by a group of people that like to bust my balls because I do the same thing to them. So it's yeah. like I'm just waiting for that first text from somebody to be like, Hey Hannah, remember that dumb fucking thing or me <laughs> yeah. and a lot of times like the same thing like alcohol there's very few lovable drunks like at a certain point you will get angry you know what i mean and you think people are like personally attacking you or whatever and it's just like that's i could get really mean oh yeah and sometimes it wouldn't manifest itself on like strangers or like friends but like especially in relationships like i used to burn those to the ground because it's like that was that last line of defense the last person seeing you before you go like all the way into the good night you know what i mean and just the stuff that'll come out of your mouth oh you yeah. know what i mean it's just so oh, sure fucking fried and so like just the relief of like not having to apologize for something every day is so cathartic in a way, you know, and there's just so many other like good benefits to that. So like, I think all of us, I think it's, it's good that we're talking about it because it is, it's extremely commonplace, but it's also just me saying like, if I can definitely sober up the way that I have after like that day in and day out of that, like it's accessible to anyone and there's a million different ways to do it. And there's a million of us out there to talk to and that are doing things that aren't related to that anymore. Oh know? yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I, you know, it's, I mean, I, I we'll slowly wrap the show up here. Cause I think that's a good note to end on because I mean, it, I mean, it really is. 
I've struggled with addiction. BJ struggled with it. You struggled with it. I mean, you you struggled with stuff. I drank six beers since I've been in here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I tell you what, our our new studio and our host is fabulous, isn't he? Uh, he is wonderful. You like Shout that? Yeah. You come in, you get a cooler full of beer to do the show. Uh, I got a carrot cake flavored Hershey Kiss. See, we're gonna have people. That like we're gonna have people that, that we don't want on the show contacting us. Like, yeah. hey man, hey, like, hey, man. hey uh, do we get some of those uh, those uh, carrot cake Hershey Kisses? Can we? <laughs> Can we get those when we come? I down? heard you got beer. Like, <laughs> and they come down, we give them glasses of milk. Oh, yeah, we could, man. Like, here's your milk. Ho- hopefully, next time I come on, I'll have my recovery story. And I'll be like, man, last time I was in here. <laughs> I was fucked up. But are, but are, but are, beers. But are you as bad as 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 she had had got? Are you are you that bad with alcohol? Like she? Oh, was? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Probably. I mean, but I feel. I don't like, know. I just don't. I don't. I guess I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, but I, you, but I've I, only had two occurrences with yeah, both of you. I you think know what, what I mean? Dyke though, like Dyke, before he can even get mean, he'll fall. He'll go to sleep. Yeah. So it's like for me, I just somehow could maintain. You know what I mean? I'm just like blabbering until the bitter end, wide-eyed and like nonsensical until three in the morning. You know, it's like Dyke, I can tell when he's like, he's had several rum and diets and he's have a sleepy day and maybe he just ate something. And I'll just know within like moments after the mic, he'll just like Uber himself home. He might not even say goodbye to (laughs) anyone. You get that Irish goodbye going. 10, 10, 11 p.m. at the most. And then he's going in. So it's like, it's like, it might, it just doesn't, everyone's will manifest differently. I was just out and about blacked out drunk for much, many more hours than Dyke would have. See that, see that was always me because I was the one that was like, you know, when we, we would go out and have a good time, you know, and everybody be getting fucked up. Well, I'd catch a buzz and be like, I'm going to go to bed. Like, I don't want to be out anymore. Yeah. You know, occasionally, sure. you know, you'd get that, you know, where you're out that late. You just happen to catch that right buzz. It's a little energetic buzz. and You sure. just keep going. But it, I, I was I was the one that would just leave. You know, I would take off or catch a cab drive well, <laughs> you know i mean you know i would just take off and go home and go to bed because i was like mm, there, nothing nothing could be better right now than laying down in my warm bed with this nice buzz going on i agree with that <laughs> one, See, but i feel like dyke is an introvert naturally i'm naturally an extrovert so i like i thrive on people so it was like during that whole time i never wanted to go home because yeah. i was always in conversation with like oh, I've met a new random person or my friends are <laughs> yeah. already still here and people count on me to like create energy. So like I found myself just like being one of the last Mohican standing every time. You know what I mean? Like I'm making it to last call every yeah. time when I was drinking. But it's time for you guys to do the shape. And we're going to name this after uh, after Calvin. This is now called the shameless plug hour. The shameless plug hour? Yes. Wait. Oh. Oh. We're gonna do. Well, we have our guests. We. Yeah. I, yeah. Because I want to know what you're doing. I love what you guys are doing. You guys are bringing doing comedy in indie, but you guys have it to the point where it's inviting. It's a good environment. It's not. I almost said smug. I almost said that. <laughs> well, it, it can be, but there's a there's a joy and a love behind. Yeah, but what I'm saying, it's very supportive. You know, and that's one thing that I think that more people would feel comfortable going out and doing things because there's a perception of fear. Like, okay, if I fuck up, then everybody's going to be like, oh, this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I think part of people have that feeling, but I've been around Buck, been around you guys, been around a lot of other people, Calvin, Devon. All those guys are really cool people. Uh, David Brooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love Brooks. Yeah, I met him up in Anderson, talked to him, really cool guy. And they're just like fuck it. and obviously Politsky, shout out to Espresso. 
Um, bought the wrong size hoodie. Um, but uh, seems to fit. Bitched it. Anyway, <laughs> tell us what you guys are up to, and I promise I will make it out there. AP, you have to go. Just drive. Just drive. I'll go. Yeah. I'm not getting up on stage because I don't like driving when I'm going. I like to be have someone with me so I can like just focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. So red flag comedy. Uh, <laughs> we have a uh, we have two weekly uh, open mics in Central Indianapolis. We have a Wednesday open mic. It's every Wednesday at the Dugout uh, Bar and Grill on uh, Virginia Avenue, uh, eight o'clock. Uh, it's a show up go up mic. And then we have a brand new mic that's every Thursday at the uh, Liberty Street on on Mass Ave. And it's kind of cool because we got some younger comics that kind of run it for us. You know, we kind of like slap our, our name on it and promote it. But like they have a professional drummer that's on stage, does rim shot. And it's a it's a little bit of a smaller room. Yeah, it's a quirky mic. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's definitely reflective of like... It feels like watching one of your kids grow up. You know what I mean? Where you're That's like, awesome. you see yourself in it, but you're like, man, I don't. You got that from your dad. Anything <laughs> fucked up, I'm like, That's Dyke and Jake. That's not cool, mom stuff. Uh, but other than that, I mean, Red Flag has always got. Just follow us on social media at Red Flag Comedy. We're heaviest on Instagram, and you can always see what we've got going on. We've got news in the works with Dugout on some potential like shows at different times of the day, including uh, brunch. And then also, um, at Dyke is about to be on a show with Stuart Huff. Yeah. When is that coming up? Mm, Do you even know? I don't know the date. He's bad at his own thing. And then, <laughs> and then a little <laughs> bit more emotion. into the future, I will be on a show March 5th at the White Rabbit. I'm on a show that I've wanted to be on for so long called An Evening with the Authors, where I get to play a fake author who reads an excerpt out of my fake book. <laughs> and get to like dress up in character and i'm so stoked to like, march 5th is my do birthday some stuff like that cool i nice. turned 39 all right yeah God, you're old nice. as fuck i know but i look i'm in my 40s though so i already looked the age what i don't I think you look that old oh uh, dude i got this lady the other day i said i was 38 she said let me see your driver's license I was like bitch do you know me <laughs> we should just showed her your dick mm. <laughs> My I bitch, does that look 40? I wouldn't have showed her anybody else's dick <laughs> like she looked like that you ever seen the he-man movie you know the old He-Man? Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked like the red character. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough alcohol, coke, whatever. Uh, Not enough. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So well, you guys got shows coming up. Yeah. That is awesome. And then, um, like I said, this, send us. When you, when you get, you have your date, send it to us so we can plug it on the show. For sure. When you figure out what date you're going. Yeah, yeah. There, Dyke, can you just let. I have my calendar is out in the car. <laughs> he needs to learn from Calvin. He does. Calvin he does. Turner. He's, he's uh, a plug master. He's a plug master. I'm, I'm a plug master for everything red flag. If it's something I'm doing separately, I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to be on this show. <laughs> you, guys, you guys got any t-shirts or anything going on yet? Uh, stickers. But we just pass them out. Stickers. Well, we need. Yeah, we'll put it up in here. Yeah. yeah I'll get you some stickers. Yeah. I got some stickers on. I like stickers. We'll, get you, we, we'll, we'll talk to you about how to get your shit out there. We got, we got a little setup going. It, right. that, nice. that way it'll yeah that's one of those uh off off air things we can help you out yeah. with that yeah Dope. well thank you guys for having us on fuck yeah, yeah man anytime. thanks for coming man awesome. thanks Any, for coming anytime we uh, sorry it's been so long i didn't even realize it 
Well, new year, new new year, new me. <laughs> new year, new studio, bitches. <laughs> Fuck that. Same hey. guy, same asshole. Yeah. There we are. No one fell asleep today. So, you know. No, not yet. You, we go another you 30 look. minutes, you might. <laughs> oh my God. You look like a, a sleepy Teddy Ruxman right now. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm about... 25 minutes away from falling asleep. Or Dyke likes, to, Dyke likes to say on stage now for his first cheap laugh of the night that he looks like Jordan Peele got stung by bees. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> or what? Third trimester ice cube? Is that the other I one? Mean, it's I, funny. I, y'all, y'all laughed at it. I, Don't act like it's not a funny joke. <laughs> no, I think good. you're pretty. All, <laughs> there you go. Well, you. If you feel, I wanna, I'd like to rub my hands through your beard. <laughs> if you feel sad later, pull that compliment out of your pocket and look at it. Like he said, I'm pretty. Or you could just text BJ and say, can I have a picture of your penis? <laughs> but it'll be on Instagram, though, so I won't respond right away. Oh, that's true. I'll give him my real digits. <laughs> but real fast, though, he did bring him a good point. I know we're about the end of the show. It was like, if I was trying to book her on the show, it would be weird saying, hey, what's your number so I can text you? Yeah. But like the dude just like, hey, here's oh. my number. Oh, it's, it's almost like uh, Dyke's not creepy, and that's actually the way you book shows in 2019. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, you're not creepy. I mean, but I feel creepy, though, because last time I tried to get a girl on the show, she sent me a picture of her boobs, and I was not trying to do that. Yeah. And the text that throughout happened. the whole thing did not have anything. That, I was not saying anything towards no. that. Uh-uh. They said, comedian, podcaster. Hey, Indianapolis, fuck. Let's get him on the show. Yeah. Let's build a relationship. Huh. That's her, ta- I, uh, that's her taco. So... <laughs> what, what, one of the things everyone like, makes fun of me for is I, I watched the, uh, was it the Bruce w- Willis roast? Mm, yes. And uh, Nikki, Gla- I was watching it by myself. Nikki Glazer opened up, murdered. Um, everyone else kind of sucked. And I was sitting there watching it and I was like, man, Nikki set the bar for this. And then everyone kind of fell off. And uh, I was just like, fuck this. And I just opened up Instagram and I was just like, I was like, yo, because here's the thing. Comics, I don't care what level you're on. Most comics, they want to hear fucking nice things about them, you know? Yeah. And so I was just like, hey, I think you fucking killed it. You set the bar. You made me laugh. Good job. And then she sent me back like a heart or whatever. You know, I'm sure she hearted a bunch of people. Um, and then I, but like to me, like as a fan, I was like, oh man, I just want to tell people. I was like, yo, I hollered at fucking Nikki Glazer and I told her good job. And she sent me back this thing. Isn't that cool? And everyone's like, you're a fucking creep. I can't believe you'd fucking creep upon somebody's DMs like that. You fucking suck. But if it was a male comic, it's fine. Yeah. And I've done that to male comics. I like, so like one of my favorite fucking male comics is fucking Mark Norman. And I listen to the radio show literally every day and he talks about he he got robbed by somebody and everyone on the radio show was like i think your girl robbed you and i was like oh that's funny and then i was like looking through his instagram and he was like posting a picture of his girlfriend he was like look how hot she is and i was like yeah but didn't she rob you dog and he was like ha 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 and i was like i got mark norman to give me a ha 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 and i told everyone they're like yeah we don't care (laughs) and i was like i know you don't care but like everyone said I was a creep for yeah. doing the same thing to a yep. fucking girl comic. And also I book shows and these motherfuckers love to clown me for that shit. And so I was like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. But like 
literally i don't think i've ever slid into someone's dms for like an actual sexy thing no i don't think i've ever done that i don't i i i, I never have i don't even slide in my wife's dm no i i wouldn't know how to go about doing that you know it's like hi hi stranger <laughs> <laughs> would you like to have a sexy time now i wouldn't know what to do i mean that's why they have tinder though and stuff like yeah you could, you could just be obvious about what you want to do yeah like hey i'm a fan awesome and then they're like hey but yeah this I, is not the thing yeah. for that but i i, I also i think it's because we're old dudes and like yeah. i feel like younger dudes and younger uh women they, they just have a different idea about like direct messages and what that means it's know. creepy as shit though yeah <laughs> it's creepy as shit well, it's, I, it, it, it is also weird because like think about like when we were young you couldn't reach out to fucking a celebrity and 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 send them a message oh, oh no i no. directly to themselves when i first joined twitter i sent some, uh i commented on some hand or i i tweeted something about hannibal burst or whatever and he, and he like subtweeted and liked it and said ha 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 and yeah I was like, like, dude that's hannibal burst like that's, what the fuck yeah. yeah and i showed my wife she's like wow that's really cool so that's how twitter works she's like yeah it's a lot different than fucking facebook and so like you know and you'd say something and i said something to pat mcafee once about him in the canal and then i got fucking ripped to shred by his fan <laughs> <laughs> but he was like oh that's very funny or whatever right and then like there's a bunch of subtweets or whatever and i'm like what what's going on why is all this stuff happening it's like when it's still fairly new but i get yeah. what you're saying though it's like it's it's a weird old dude thing where it's just like oh i could i could talk to a celebrity but also like everyone can shit on you for for being weird because you're just like oh i didn't know like like in your head you're just like oh i'd I was making a funny joke. Like, I didn't do, know that, you that was a weird do thing. You want, do you want to let them in on our, our Twitter secret, what we do? Well, oh, about the porn stars? Porn stars, yeah. Oh, no, we just, like, okay, so we follow a bunch of uh, porn stars okay. just for shits and giggles. Yeah. yeah. And we wait till they post something with, you know, tits hanging out, pussy hanging out, whatever. And then, uh, like, for instance, the one that happened, what was the chick's name? Riley Steele. Riley Steele. She posted this this picture the other day, and she was like, you face down ass up right she had a thong she had a thong on yeah i can't remember i was too busy looking at the surrounding to yeah, i got, I got you doing it now picture. it's awesome isn't it? it is <laughs> and so like you know so i click on it you know to see what everybody says yeah and everybody's like oh just something th- gross just yeah. thirsty as fuck yeah i'd eat that well so i i zoom in on the picture well she got a pair of white beats headphones <laughs> laying on the bed <laughs> and so i just reply with uh what was it like are, are those or those are uh oh oh uh, are those beats wireless yeah <laughs> i think that's great <laughs> so that's, that's awesome yeah so that's, what, so we that's what we do like i can't remember some, somebody else took a picture in a bat in their bathroom <laughs> and i was like did you not they, flush it, that floater dog no they, it, they had tile you know in in their in their in their shower you know yeah and i was like oh that's dope i was like that's a i was like that's that's dope tile we got the same thing it's like home depot question mark and she actually hit back she was like yeah it is home depot <laughs> it all started yeah, where you're like being so like hgtv yeah. about it you're like yeah. are those subway tiles that i see that yeah. looks great yeah like when i told you guys about when that guy sent me that dick pic and i he had his like shoes in the picture and i was yeah. like those are sick exactly. jordan retro like, yep. really, I mean, because I'll catch somebody off guard. It would at least yeah. catch my attention. If I was a porn star and somebody came at me in a funny way like that, yeah. through all the filth and the grime, and then oh, somebody dude. just says something arbitrary, I'd be like, 
who the fuck is this? Yeah, for the, for the most part, for the most part, they most of them do. Right. Yeah. But like on this one, I write that, and then Juice chimes in, and we have a fucking conversation about the beats <laughs> that are on this bitch's bed when she's got her fucking ass in a thong bent up in front of us. Yeah, it's it's a technique that I uh, <laughs> I, I learned a long time ago. They'll just sidestep the obvious and go oh, with yeah. the unobvious, oh, yeah. and they're like. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Why are you talking about my vagina? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I want to know about, hey, what used to hang next to that mirror? Did something fall off? That's a <laughs> truth. Yeah. Is that Berber carpet yeah. or not? <laughs> yeah. I think that's great because I, like, I'm the kind of person, like, I've never in my social media life, like, if someone, if a girl posts a fucking sexy selfie, I won't even like it. I've never liked looks like anything it has to be something funny or something silly if it's like a girl that's obviously trying to get attention for like a cute picture i've never in my life liked it yeah like i i've never interacted with a post that was obviously like a thirst trap or you know whatever like it's always been like hey do you want to come to a comedy show and like <laughs> but like and, and then that's why everyone busts my balls and i'm just like no, I, I I go to such great lengths to not be a creep on the internet. Yep. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, he goes to such great lengths that he'll screenshot things that are obviously creepy and then send them to me to show me as proof that he's not being a creep. Like, <laughs> he which is that. which is just creeper one hundred and one. I was like, he screenshots something and he's like, "See, I'm not being a creep." I was like, "Exactly what a creep would say." <laughs> so he like he just like fuels like he easily. I just. I don't even have to add like any accelerant to the fire. Dyke will burn himself down. Like the other day he got on stage and I knew where he was trying to go with a joke, but he'll just say stuff like anybody ever been walking into a young girl's room for the first time. And then everyone's like, what? (laughs) He's like, well, you know, and then I just watch him play this game, like game where he digs himself out of like the creep things that he says, but he's not a creep. Let the record reflect. Thank you very much. That's very nice. Hannah. No, I, (laughs) Actually, what happened? What what happened was, uh, I I was doing a new bit and it it was actually really great because I was just like, "Hey, have you ever been in a woman's room before?" And everybody was like, "What?" And I was like, "Consensually." <laughs> no, I, I I think I said a girl's room. I was like, "You ever been in a girl's room before?" And they're like, "What?" I was like, "No, you know, like, consensually, like a woman's room." And, uh, it's the best way to start a bit. <laughs> But like I worked it all out on set. I actually really liked that bit because like I worked. It was the first time I had worked a bit out on stage, and it and and, and it worked. You know, like I like I was very happy with the response to that bit. Like to the point where like the next day I was like, what? How did I link those jokes up? Like how did I make that work? <laughs> like I, fuck, I didn't record it. Like and I, I like I went further with it than I thought I was going to because it was definitely like a bit where I was like, this is gonna offend people. Like I know. Like I was literally I was like talking about women masturbating. I was yeah. Like, There's no way in 2019 a dude that looks like me is gonna like do a bit about women ba- masturbating and it's gonna go well. <laughs> and but like I kept like getting to points and then I would like realize like you sound like a fucking asshole and I'd be like oh I'm just kidding how about this and then I would dial it back and then everyone would laugh and I was like this shit is fucking working <laughs> this shit's fucking <laughs> doing well and uh like the, the whole bit was basically about like uh the fact that uh if you go into a, a woman's room for the first time like a grown woman you know that uh and she has like a stuffed animal that it's like a red flag you know 
Because, like, I was just like, oh, man, like, yeah, there's some sort of arrested development there. Like, something happened to adolescence. And, like, everyone's kind of like, okay, where's he going with this? I don't know. I don't want to know if I want to laugh at this. And then I was like, because that's the first thing that I think. And then also the second thing I think is there's definitely some cum on that bear. <laughs> you know? Because, like, dudes are fucking gross, right? And, like, if you, like, if, like, you have a woman tells you, like, pull out. And there's a fucking stuffed animal. <laughs> We're all coming on that bear. Are you fucking kidding me? And everyone's laughing, and I'm like, holy shit, I did not expect. Like, I expected to get, like, kind of, like, shut down. So I'm just like, I had, like, had the jokes that I wanted to tell, and then I had, like, extra jokes that I was like, I'll never get to this point. And I was like, let's see how fucking far we can get with this. <laughs> and so, like, that was kind of the end of the bit was just kind of like, Oh, yeah, people come on stuff, animals. Isn't that funny? And then I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, Mr. Funny Buttons has seen a lot of shit. <laughs> you know, I was like, also, like, if you got a 20-year-old stuffed bear, you're not washing that with your fucking sheets every week. You know, that bear is delicate, you know? Like, you're not throwing that in the fucking wash every week. That this is a 20-year-old bear. <laughs> He's just sitting there with that dried cum on him, you know? <laughs> And then you go give it to your kid when they get old enough. Yeah. <laughs> I've had this since I was a kid, baby. And then, and then, uh, then I was also thinking of like, how? What are other reasons you get to come on a bear? And I was like, and this is, I was so fucking shocked at this. This this amazed me because I was like, this is so inappropriate. But I was just like, all right, women. I was like, I assume when you guys jack off, it's one of two ways: it's either shower jackers or bed jackers. And every woman, I was ready for them to fucking me too the shit out of me. <laughs> and fucking like, and every woman in that fucking room was just like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. We either jack off in the shower, we jack off in the bed. And I was like, okay, I'm going to keep this going. And then I was just like, all right, so shut up, shower jackers. I just want to hear from the bed jackers. And I was like, hey. You jack off in the bed, you know, however you do it, flick the bean or the vibrator or whatever, and then what? What do you do when you come? You're tired, you just jacked off, you guys get up and wash your hands, and everybody was like, no! <laughs> and I was like, that's you goddamn right, what do you do? You grab all trusty Mr. fucking, <laughs> Mr. Funny Buttons and go to sleep and feel safe in his arms with your dirty cum hands. <laughs> That's how all that cum gets on that bear. And it, it, it was weird. It was funny. But also, I was like, I realized like a dirty secret among a lot of women. I was yeah. Like, yeah, they do do that. That's fucking Come Cummy the bear. Cummy the, the bear. bear. Coming soon. Please call that episode Cummy the bear. <laughs> oh, I'm calling it Cummy the bear. <laughs> so, Hannah's disgusted. I'm not even disgusted. I'm just like. Remind <laughs> me to tell you a story. She's off disappointed, okay. right. and it, it'll it'll blow your mind. So, do your social media one more time, and then we're gonna uh, then we're gonna head out of here. All right, at Red Flag Comedy um, on all social media. Also, please never bring a dead raccoon into a McDonald's. Please. He barely even put it on the table. <laughs> I want that guy to introduce at every show from now on. I want I want that to be you guys intro. Just like can you guys do like a snippet of it? Just like lead in. We can do it. I can do anything we want. <laughs>
Oh, my God. All right. Well, guys, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having us. It was a good time. <laughs> Hannah, I'm glad you're sober. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Dyke. One day we need- <laughs> we're gonna get a bear in here. One day well, at a time. Hey, they got, oh we god, got, oh, we got a we got a bear head. That's how we jack off with a mat with a lawn. <laughs> that bear definitely has to come on. <laughs> it was in my son's room, probably. He's fifteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that bear not. looks like he's he's that. probably on Snapchat just. Right. <laughs> that, <laughs> that bear looks like he remembers the eighties, dog. Like he definitely he might have some cum in his eye. What is that? What is that little spot? It's hard telling. It's been in his teenager son's room, <laughs> yeah. so it may be a little cum in his eye. Your son's got that bear. He's like, this could be you, but you're tripping, you know, <laughs> whatever kids say Only now. you could prevent come on me, right? <laughs> come me the bear. We got a whole thing. You got a whole thing. You got it now. Cartoon series. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're at Smugcast Show. Uh, we're also on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash Smugcast. Uh, we're also on Instagram. Uh, it's at smugcast underscore. Uh, if you got any emails you want to send us, uh, shoot those to smugcastshow at gmail.com. Um, uh, big shout out to uh, Hemp Bombs. Uh, you can go to their website, hempbombs.com. Uh, use promo code SMUG15. Get yourself 15% off your order. Uh, also, Ranger Nutrition. Uh, you go to their website, uh, rangernutrition.com. Use promo code SMUGCAST. You're going to get 15% off your order. Um, and as always, big shout out to Repo Records. Uh, they, if you're watching us on the live feed, hooked us up with all this foam uh, to make us sound fucking beautiful. Make it sound just—I I don't know what—I don't know how else to describe it. We just sound so good. I can't help it. It's called Smugcast. What can I say? Uh, but that's our Repo Records taking the music back. Uh, and also, the new sponsor to share at the beginning of the show, Anchor. If you want to do a podcast, you want to get paid for it. Go to them. It's anchor.fm. It's very easy to uh, to set your shit up. It really is. Uh, but this week, <clears throat> we are going out to... Action Bronson, let me breathe. That's right. Well, until next week, kids, stay, stay smug. smug. Um, so can you describe the video to me? Can I describe the video? Listen, man, I'm not good at fucking these types of descriptions. It's just... Something you're gonna have to see for yourself. I don't fucking know how to explain this one. I don't know. This video we did, I think it's gonna be an epic. I really, really think so. I don't know what's going on right now in this shoot, so I'm just, I'm winging it like everybody else. To be honest, I'm not sure what the concept of the video is. Sounds fruity. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just let me breathe for a minute, man. Oh. Just let me breathe. Just let me breathe for a minute, man. Just let me breathe for a minute. Just let me breathe. It's too hot, drop the top off the wagon. Lay back, blow a fire like dragon Man, I'm flying past Saturn Fuck out of here like I ain't that savage Two Uzis and a rifle It's like I'm at the studio with Michael You can hear me dancing on the beat Bam, bam, bout to put a mansion on the beach I, I 
hundred Latins in your lobby That's what happens when you fuck around with body uh, And I put that on my mommy I will never give my heart to a daddy If I could just make a dance that goes with this song Then I'ma be on Basic bitches gonna dance to it One, two, three, four Hold your arms out, arms length I've met Action and I knew right away that there was so much talent Let's just start, let's just do one choreographed yeah, yeah, situation yeah, yeah. Action is an amazing choreographer. Did you know that you were going to be dancing for the shoot? No, I didn't know I was going to be you know, dancing for the shoot. One, two, cross your heart, but then shake your fucking asshole. His approach was very soft, cotton wool-like, just gently pushing one into one, you know, into the direction. Not your fucking dick, I want your ass shaking. Hey, Jerry, get a close-up on his mustache, you motherfucker. The way he moves, the way, the way he, he lifts expressions in the face and, and hands and, and the movements and, and gets in the mood of a grooving thing. It's all in the face. Certain steps and stuff you have to, you know, you just have to work on them. It's all in timing. He's good. He knows what he's doing. Basic bitches everywhere going dance to it. Just let me breathe for a minute. Just let me breathe for a minute. I let me breathe for a minute White Range Rover blowing trees all in it Let me breathe for a minute Just let me breathe for a minute, man Just let me breathe for a minute White Range Rover blowing trees all in it I've always been well impressed with ladies